0: Three, two, one. I'd I'd like to take his face off.
1: That's a quote. His face
0: off. off. Yeah, that's a quote from Venom. Let there be carnage.
2: Were you doing the hand movement as well? Oh,
0: could you tell? Eyes. <laughs> yeah, ears, yeah. I could
2: hear
1: everything.
0: It. Yeah. Off. <laughs> I'm Adam from Your Movie Sex. This is Sardonicast.
1: I'm Face Off from Face Off the Movie Maker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm Carnage from Venom. Okay.
1: That part is so funny.
2: <laughs> there, the you can say off. that about a lot of parts. We'll
1: get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah.
0: from it Quotes from Venom. the famous movie Venom, Let There Be Carnage, where Tom Hardy takes his face off and gives it to the other guy. What's his it name
1: again? It started with Venom eating a bunch of waffles.
0: <laughs> oh yeah it was that was funny yeah, it's like a Marvel movie. you know okay
1: like I was kind of into
0: like the goofiness in the trailer for like the first 10 seconds and then after that it, it was just yeah, unbearable it just
1: becomes kind of boring yeah know? it was <laughs> like
0: oh you're just gonna do this the whole movie I guess and then what was with the song choice like I get that it's a gigantic like trailer yeah. trope right now to take an old pre-existing song and make it more epic or more like slower and mm-hmm. sad but it's just like i don't and even understand cover, yeah. the point of of using the one is the loneliest number song
1: i miss eminem because
0: there's two of you right
2: i miss eminem as well gonna yeah go I'm,
0: I'm gonna be so mad if eminem doesn't have a song called carnage
2: i think we
1: need that
0: and it's just the same song but he says carnage instead of venom
2: i think we do Andy need Circus that. is directing Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on one hand, I'm like, well, he's worked with these kind of special effects that are combining like the real world with silly CG stuff with the eight movies and Lord of the Rings and whatnot. I can see some sense to that, I guess. And he's worked in like the Marvel universe, so he knows how that all works out. There's a link there.
0: But he's never directed a good movie, has he?
1: He directed one movie.
2: Yeah, it was like oh, the Jungle that, Book um... that... Yeah, The Jungle Book, that Netflix movie. (laughs) Really creepy, creepy looking film.
1: Oh, there was another one I was thinking of. It was like a period drama. I forgot who was in it.
0: Okay, let's see. I'm going to IMDB him right now. Mowgli Legend of the Jungle, which is what they changed it to to not conflict with Papa Favreau's masterpiece. (laughs) And then another movie called Breathe in 2017. And then The Ruins of Empire is a TV movie in 2018. None of which look like things that I would enjoy. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Looks uh, not good.
2: Oh, I I just looked at uh, who's writing it, too. Uh Uh-oh. It's um, the same person as the first movie and the Fifty Shades of Grey and Saving Mr. Banks. Fifty
0: Grades of Shay.
2: Fifty Grades of Shay. It's about a man named Shay (laughs) who
0: teaches at a school (laughs) and teaches 50 children. (laughs)
2: he wrote all of those or just one of them um well no it's written by kelly marcel um, Mm -hmm. who wrote the first movie and 50 shades and saving mr banks
0: check out that poster on imdb yeah
2: i was gonna comment on that
0: (laughs) i was watching the trailer and i can't say that it's like really my thing but it was it felt really fetishy this like the first movie already awoke that sort of thing in some people like there were yeah. some people like really splooging on the internet for the first like, scenes in the first movie like He's that vor, kind of character, yeah vor people and also the transformation <laughs> goopy kind of like thing and now I'm just looking at this poster I <laughs> on IMDB it's got a POV shot from inside carnage's mouth with all this like these saliva strands <laughs> dangling yeah. from his teeth while <laughs> Like, whoever Pierre made v. this poster yeah. is part of that crowd, right? Like the, the the guy, the guy definitely went went up to Sony and was like, "Please, please give me a job working on Venom. Ugh. I will do the <laughs> oh best job."
1: When they just found so. him, they're like, "Yeah, he made the best poster. It's just the most detailed." It's like, oh most, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. But that's that's you, why <laughs> you put
0: in that kind of detail when it's your thing.
1: Yeah, when it's this like it weird kink.
0: There was like a a Canadian commercial, this like PSA way way back in the nineties and it was like, What's your thing? And it was like kids discovering like
1: I play tuba, I
0: can I can make noise Mm. like a dinosaur. And now I'm just imagining like It's Vor. It's Venom
2: (laughs) (laughs) Vore. Yeah, I'm carnage.
0: Yeah. Maybe I guess maybe the dinosaur kid was was that too.
2: (laughs) I mean it looks exactly like I guess what the people who like Venom want more of. Like the the black goop fighting the red goop and the big, just like explosion of color. Real slimy movie, Real wet. Yeah, slimy, sticky. Venom's like, I guess, (laughs) a good guy again. I know that's so stupid. (laughs) I
1: just wanted like a
0: fucking villain movie, but it it couldn't even deliver on that. And the whole marketing for the first movie was like, what was the tagline on the poster? It was like fucking evil something. It was like it totally played into the expectations that it would be an evil movie. (laughs) Because, mm-hmm. like, Suicide Squad was a thing around the time, too, and I don't know. Like, people were definitely itching for that kind of thing, and then they're like, let's just yeah. take this character that is a villain in the, the Spider-Man franchise, but he's the good guy, and he saves the Earth, and he empathizes with Tom Hardy, and apparently he was a dweeb <laughs> on his own planet or something, and he feels sorry for Tom Hardy, and they save the world. And they only eat bad guys. Okay, that's not a villain movie. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like a lame anti-hero thing a lame uncle hero. Yeah. yeah, Woody Harrelson looked a bit like an uncle. What did you think of him?
0: <laughs> I, we didn't see much of him. We saw more at the <laughs> post-credit scene in the first movie than we did in the trailer for this. So.
1: He's a good actor. He is. That's all I can say about him <laughs> in that trailer.
2: I mean, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm going to see it, but oh my, yeah, my, ho- my hopes aren't the highest. I hope admit.
0: it's. More stupid than the first movie.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's what it needs.
0: Yeah, the problem is Andy Serkis is directing, so I can't even like. It can't even be like <laughs> epic, like Aquaman. We're not going to see any like James Wan shit. You know? True. Yeah. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. I want stupid and cheesy, but also like a talented director. I think those are like, the perfect, mix.
2: You yeah, know? you're Ramy's. Yeah. 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 Sam Raimi, exactly. Who already did Venom. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. There were a few there were a few villains in that movie. We just need we need this Venom, Tom Hardy Venom to coexist in the Toby Maguire universe and then everything will be right. I mean,
2: I I'd I'd pay for that. I'd see that. We'll probably get it at some point. I mean, you would pay for it cuz he'd lose a bet. <laughs> Well, actually, I was getting a bit scared about the bit because uh, there was like the little oh, spider yeah, the moment in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, There's, what
2: like, happened a, in the trailer? I like didn't even notice. Oh, spider got I don't got know if that squished? was them alluding to... Oh. Yeah, I don't know if that was alluding them alluding to Spider-Man or something. Or, oh, I maybe. I don't know. I don't know what they're planning. They're, fucking they're crazy over there. blue balling everybody.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a spider. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. It looks great. I can't wait to see it.
0: Looks great. That's what I think. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, 10 out of 10 trailer for a movie that probably be even higher, probably be 11. <laughs> Speaking of great movies, Alex finally watched Mortal Kombat and we're dying yeah. to know what he thinks of it. Sick.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I was I was fine with it for what it was, but I mean, I, I honestly can't remember that much about it. It was <laughs> it, it seemed like it was made for people who already know everything about Mortal Kombat and it was kind of placating them Kinda, as yeah. fans, whereas yeah. as yeah. someone who's never really gotten into the games, I was kind of hoping this would get me into the universe a little bit, but it, it was it was actually kind of convoluted and hard to follow as someone no. who isn't that yeah. into the, the characters and... Because every 10 minutes it was like changing who was on screen and it felt like a different movie now and again. But then... The
1: world's like ridiculous. It's like a fighting game.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's so silly. So they barely even have a story to adapt. And I was okay with it when it was being ridiculous with the yeah, violence exactly. and, the, and doing the because that's the only thing I know about Mortal Kombat is watching like the Bay on YouTube, all the fatality <laughs> compilations. And, like, <laughs> the, the the, I discovered Bay hoping... were a thing like three months <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. I was like, "What but, the fuck is this?" <laughs> hopefully, they put one of those in the sequel. But uh yeah, yeah, it, it seemed like a jumping-off point for maybe one of the sequels would be awesome. Maybe like Mortal Kombat Three is going to be the one where they they get the right director and they have the budget and they're able to just pull off the... James Wan. Like just a kill yeah, compilation. Yeah, it'll be like Fast yeah. and
1: Furious. for like the fifth one and the sixth one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. We'll buy like the seventh one. It's good. Like
1: the best Fast and Furious movies are five and seven. Yeah. Give James Wan <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. more
2: movies. Um, I like the line, he's about to get his soul sucked. Oh, but yeah. Was like that was a standout funny. line to me.
0: Did you like the action?
2: Um, I liked... When it was basically just doing a live action version of those fatalities, but I don't know what else it was really. So
0: just the kills, but not really the choreography.
2: I again, I don't remember that much about it. It was another blue yeah. and red movie, kind of like <laughs> Dingle versus Kong. Yeah. Um, and and when when there's just not much going on character wise or story wise, I just I kind of tune out when action is not engaging me. And if it's okay. just the violence that was entertaining me, it was. You know, that was kind of what I was waiting for, because, I mean, every time a new character showed up that I didn't recognize, and it was clearly kind of edited around, like, an audience reaction or something, or, you know, the way they do mm-hmm. it, the fan kind of response built into it. I was just like, what? Who's this guy who's, I guess, <laughs> his arms ripped off, yeah. and then it's like a half robot? It's, it's really stupid, and I was never expecting <laughs> anything other than that, but it, I think his it, biggest problem, it was just too long. Too long and stupid. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's not even that long. And it's still too yeah. long.
2: Yeah, it just felt long.
1: <laughs> yeah, the second act drags. I thought the action was good for the most part. I thought so. It was pretty entertaining.
0: Too much exposition, and I wasn't it's really that entertained by the action. And also, yeah, if we're gonna be on this topic again, I I do want to defend myself a little on the uh, uh, killing women and children in movies sort of thing because I didn't I didn't notice until <laughs> I was going Kill, over the yeah. thing in the editing and Alex used. He said, "Why are you so obsessed with it but <laughs> but in my perspective, I'm not the one obsessed with it it's the filmmakers that are obsessed with it they create the exception to the rule I'm asking for consistency in that's a normal just, in a Scorpion's normal unbiased world you would treat women and children deaths the same as as just other people deaths right you would you would treat the the wife and children death as just regular people regular human beings right but the but all film filmmakers games. This is like and one games. of those
1: insignificant points. I wouldn't even lower this the fucking score for this. It's annoying. Okay. It's a, well, if you're,
0: if you're allowed annoying. to be annoyed every time they use like whatever violin sound effect that you really hate or any other random trope, it's just it's it's something that reminds me it's a movie and it's something that shows that they're willing to compromise and be cowards for the sake of either a rating or to appease this imaginary person that would just be like, "Oh, that's that's taking it a little bit too far it's like well what is your movie you're supposed to be like blood and gore you're supposed to like I want it to be taken further I love shit like fucking Gaspar Noé films yeah blood and
1: gore toward people who are in the Mortal Kombat you really compare it to Gaspar Noé
0: yeah I wasn't comparing it in the in terms of like Artistic merit or like creating something that's like avant-garde or whatever you want to call it I'm talking about like pushing the boundaries of being like show me something that's actually going to make me be like oh wow That's actually pretty intense, you know.
1: Yeah, this is ridiculous the fighters when they die they come back to life Those two characters don't it's like, you know, there's just like these innocent people you're not supposed to think it's fun when they die
0: but it, it's like no no yeah, no, 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 no no no, no. Like, no we're not supposed to <laughs> even get the point. We're not supposed <laughs> to think it's fun when they die, but we're supposed to feel no, some of sort course of like not. emotional It's it's sympathetic impact. towards
1: Scorpion's backstory. Like that's the only thing it's there for. Yeah, but like yeah, well,
0: help me get into the die. character, like, you know? Like fuck show me I don't some think lust. To get the character. I think that's I don't a really minor thing. It's like if you're not gonna develop them, especially, which they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. I don't know I just it pisses me off because it's every single movie and it just feels it feels like it feels like They're the ones (laughs) That that are paying more attention to it because it's always the same thing over and over and over you can't kill children in video games like Why because it's wrong to kill children. It's like okay. Well, does that then is it not also wrong to kill adults like fuck off? Like don't (laughs) don't make invincible children in your video games Bethesda. It's so annoying
1: if I throw a bomb <laughs> at a child in a
0: video you game, want I want them to a... blow up.
2: You want a foos for dub? Yeah.
1: Well, like Cyberpunk was like that, and Cyberpunk you couldn't kill any of the kids. Yeah, it's right so now. annoying. But imagine selling a product and a product where you could kill children in it. I mean, I don't the think. Yeah, I would definitely. I definitely wouldn't make a game like that. But then well, then, why then don't put, put children in, in your it? game! Have exactly. a fucking that's alternate I, universe That's where there why are I no like children. Grand Theft Auto, because there's no kids anywhere. It's just exactly. like a bunch of adults running yeah. around. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that solves <laughs> Which that is
3: problem. Perfect. Just don't yeah, put so children you in your run video everyone,
1: game. The people you run over is just like, oh, they're adults, it's fine. And it's a video game. Yeah. It does,
0: it does piss
1: me off. There's <laughs> definitely a line that, especially any kind of but like, why? giant film... A why is business, why is the, that line the there across? from like a
0: moral perspective? Yeah, why know. is a child's life more valuable than a, an adult? <laughs> I, mean, why? I don't really give a
1: shit one way or another. Exactly. It's a movie. I'm just It's exactly. just, I don't know there's it's clearly fiction. a difference between when cabal or whatever the fucking the idiots get killed in the movie That are the fighters and like I don't know an
0: innocent
2: person yeah, kids always It's treated differently Innocence, don't they like yeah. pure untouched innocence yeah
0: Yeah, I guess they, they although GTA and every video game allows you to kill like animals like dogs and shit, you know? Like, that's just as innocent, if not more.
1: Yeah, it's a video game.
0: (laughs) I just, it's it's an annoying exception. I feel like it represents caveman brain, and I'm anti-caveman brain. (laughs) It really annoys me.
2: I just wish the movie kind of leaned into what it was good at a bit more, have a bit more of that violence maybe, maybe change the tone up a little bit, it'd be... I, you have either got to take it so seriously and have everyone play it so straight that the humour comes from mm-hmm. the absurdity of that or be a little more tongue-in-cheek with it and I feel mm-hmm. like it didn't really do either very well. I agree so. with
1: exactly what you said. It's a good jumping-off point and like in sequels they need to hammer in on the action.
2: Yeah, more action, yeah.
1: more craziness. Yeah, but if they put more money into it because this is $50 million, the budget, which I think is pretty good. Yeah, that's not it bad. It's pretty good yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cast Walking's $100 million. So, yeah. oh dear, <laughs> great movie. I, I thought this film looked better. I think better. I gave it yeah. like
2: a one and a half star. So, uh,
3: yeah.
1: I thought the effects Fine. were good. I thought it was a pretty well done movie. Like all things considered, I think it'll hold up. It's just, yeah, it's not it's not a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination. It's not even as good as Face Off. Like, it's not even that kind of fun, bad movie. But I mm. think if you're going to watch it and you're a fan of the stuff, like, it's got some good action. If you're a fan
2: of the game, I'm sure you'd get way more out of it than I would.
1: Yeah, R-rated movie where the only actual
0: deaths were off screen. Great. (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's so lame. Yeah. Well, it's yeah the movie people who for die babies come back. It's I a know. stupid baby yeah, exactly. movie. It wasn't even hardcore. It's made for
1: basically teenagers. Yeah, I know it's, it's rated made for R, babies. but so is Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's Thank like you. juvenile kind of, yeah, like the yeah. violence is silly. If I were a That's baby, what I mean. I, I don't want the, the violence to be
3: yeah. I want the violence <laughs> to be
1: silly. Like like it is in this movie. People get little fire. The fatalities are a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, it's just fine. Yeah. What would you give it out of 10, Alex? Oh, so one and a one-and-a-half star I've <laughs> Very settled nice. on? I mean, that's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll probably never think about it again. But it had, yeah. it had the odd thing I enjoyed.
1: Maybe the cinematic experience aided me a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, that a
2: probably would the have theater. helped, to be honest. Yeah,
1: dumb movie, 2 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. Definitely, 100%. There's that other movie. There's yeah, Mitchell. Let's talk about it, because I haven't seen it. Versus... Machines.
2: Connected, do you mean?
1: Hmm? Is
2: oh, it... yeah. It, I'm just referencing it. It had its name changed from Mitchell and the Machines to Connected what? very briefly. are you
0: talking Awful about? Awful
2: name. I'm, I'm serious. Like, go go on the IMDb page <laughs> yeah. and scroll through the posters and you'll see some of the art in there. Because this would, would have been delayed through all COVID stuff. So there was a time where... Because this is Sony Pictures, and it, wreck- oh, it wound up being sold to Netflix in the end. <laughs> yeah, and ne- I think the Netflix <laughs> higher-ups were like, that is an awful name. We're, we're going back to Mitchell <laughs> and the Machines. Yeah. That is, that is yeah, a really awful make name. This one up. This is <laughs> yeah, Connected is such a bad name. It is
1: kind of a long title. I don't know. I saw it as the Mitchells, and that's
2: it. Yeah, I don't think I either are great titles, um, but Connected is much worse.
1: Mitchell versus
0: the Machines embodies the tone of the film a lot more. Connected, I would expect... Yeah like some really sappy animated Oscar short winner, you know? That's what it's, it sounds like a Pixar, like overly emotional, like manipulative tug at your heartstrings movie, whereas Mitchell versus the machines kind of gets the point across where it's like, oh, this is, this is a bit fun, you know? Like this is a kind of like a punk rock yeah. comic-y kind of thing, you know?
1: It's mm. like Meet the Robinsons. Reminds me of that. Yeah, what you think,
0: Alex? Ralph didn't see it, but we're... Not gonna spoil it and it's not really possible to spoil it anyway, but we won't.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good for Sony Pictures when you're talking about Angry Birds, the emoji movie, Hotel Transylvania. Um I, I didn't really love it to be honest. I thought it was okay. I thought it was solid. Um I liked that they were kinda of carrying on this artistic style they established with Spider Verse, which is obviously their best movie by a mile, and clearly was the success of that movie helped inspire something to do with this project because of this art style they've been going with but that to me was probably the standout from the movie because I mean I found it to be fairly familiar and th- there were things I weren't expecting to be put off by that were distracting me there mm-hmm. go things like the the humor it was it was so family friendly and family orientated and I know that's that the audience they were going for but I was finding it very hard to get much out of the movie beyond kind of surface level kids, family entertainment, because there is so much of the kind of lowbrow reference humor, internet humor. Um, I guess it was called connected because it not only is it the like family themes that are going on and connecting as a family, which is what the story is about, but it's also this mobile phone technophobia slant that's in the movie. And it's all very, very kind of obvious, um, like storytelling, um, there isn't much hidden under the surface. It's all very, it's for children. So you wouldn't really expect yeah. much more. But I feel like the the better kids movies um, that, that touch on similar themes, like Wall-E, uh, Incredibles, very similar kind of things going on, but they are able to tell a much more unique, creative, visually distinct story too. I, I like the character designs for the most part. Um, but again, it's all fairly simple and stuff I have seen a lot of times before. Um, and yeah, I just wasn't expecting some of the, some of the level of the jokes in there. Um, some of them were quite groan, groany. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of the jokes were really like, hey everyone, I just learned what a meme was today and I would like to show you a meme, (laughs) right? Like that, that was a lot of the humor in it and that's kind of annoying. I
2: I was okay with it up until my breaking point, which was the, I guess, spoilers, Numa Numa, some oh yeah, remix point. I was just like that. Yeah, that I, was that I, was like reincorporated. That, that was like
0: three times mm-hmm. in the movie. That was supposed to be like their heartwarming connection to like, oh, this this song represents our family hanging out.
2: <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah. The problem I was having was the tone is so so like silly, cartoonish, comedic. When it was trying to get serious, I just wasn't. It wasn't landing for me. Yeah, because I just felt like that there was no real weight to anything. So why should I really care about this instance? Whereas, that's kind of the skill of some of the best, you know, kids' entertainment is that they're able to take the absurdity of like talking robots or bugs or just inanimate objects and make you empathise with them and connect with them. And it 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 is kind of a basic family. You know, I, I kind of like the conflict in the movie. It's okay. So you're you're giving the bare minimum for what you need to to like the family for what they are. But yeah, I just didn't didn't really connect beyond the look of it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, visual style was great, but really just kind of style over substance. I liked Spider Verse more. Uh, th- this I love Spider Verse. Yeah, I know you love it a lot more, and I know most people love it a lot. But I don't know. I I wonder if most people. Would feel that Mitchell's and Versus the Machines is like. I, I wonder if most people would feel the same discrepancy as you do. Because when I'm on Twitter, I see a lot of praise for this film. It seems to be like pretty unanimous. IMDb rating is pretty good, I right. think. Let's see what what is that? Oh, 7.9. That's a pretty good rating. And Spider versus what? Like that is only a good a couple... rating. Let's see. Spider. It, it wasn't
2: written by Lord and Miller, though, and I think it shows. Um oh, was are... it wasn't.
0: Why are their names on it?
2: Um, I think they produced it. Okay, this was written by the Gravity Falls people, I think. Oh, um, which I've never seen that show. Um, I don't really know much about it. Apparently, uh, it's yeah. good. I've, I've heard it's good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: there there is a significant discrepancy. Not huge. It's like a eight point four for Spider Verse user rating, and then eight seven point nine for Mitchell's versus the machines. So yeah, I guess that's about it's about right for most people but
2: yeah but like when you contrast it to spider verse directly like spider verse is so vibrant in the in the use of the animation format the the way it's able to kind of contrive yeah. the action and bring and really get creative with the yeah. presentation of it the whereas... visual style
0: was better the writing was better it was more memorable mm-hmm. I'm just I've everything better, about most about Mitchell and versus the machines honestly
2: yeah I think it's a good family movie but that's kind of it for me. It's it's like a just under the Simpsons movie sort of tier for me.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it just, the humor didn't connect with me. The humor took away from the serious moments. I don't know, just everything just felt like really predictable and bland and like subpar in terms of like what you could do. Like the, the visual style could be even stronger, like Spider-Verse is an example, mm-hmm. obviously. But I mean, you don't have to, but the writing could be a lot stronger, that's for sure. Yeah, the humor was not for me at all. I, if you don't connect with the humor, then it's like, what are you doing? Because it's, it's not like mm-hmm. the story is unpredictable. It's not It's like, you know exactly what's going to happen the entire movie. Like, there's zero surprises in the movie story-wise. Yeah. So I just don't know what I was supposed to get out of it. Like, it was it was watchable, but fuck it.
2: Yeah, there were a few lines that made me snort air out my nose that were okay. Yeah. Like when the dad said, like, this is just the disaster I've been waiting for, yeah. kind of playing into that weird dad obsession about, like, mm-hmm. protecting everything. There, There is some cleverness in there. and But then for every one of those, you get, like, one of those groan where the lines where the main character's like, yeah, play the montage, mu- montage music, go, and this kind of stuff. Yeah it really pulls me out of the movie and feels unnecessary and I know they're going for that main character that in the movie the the lead is kind of a, an aspiring film director and that's her, her passion and she clashes with her dad because he doesn't really get the art side of it because he just wants to make cabins in the woods so that's what they're, they're clashing over but yeah and you kind of get the payoff in the credits where you see that it's, it must have been based loosely off a true story with the main character and I do like that side of it it does make it connect a little bit more but Again, actually, one of the bigger problems I had was the length of it too. I I was getting quite bored at points. Um, yeah, I guess it, it's like it was two really hours dragging only. for me. Yeah, if, I feel like for for that kind of silly, cartoony tone, it just needed to be a tad shorter for me to kind of stay engaged because I was falling off every yeah. now and again cause the just because the way it's paced.
0: If I were to like imagine the plot line, especially in terms of like. Location and like what wound up happening in the film—it's just like there wasn't really much that happened. I don't know how so little happened in a movie that's two hours long. You know?
2: Yeah. Like she learns to change gear. That's like a moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that kind of level, you know. It's it's very it's, yeah, it's family friendly, kid silliness. Mm.
0: There were some good visuals at points. There was some good music. Yes, yeah, nice composition. But too many actively annoying parts. I found that a good amount of the humor was basically the same as like the phones are bad subreddit, where it's just like a bunch of boomer <laughs> shit, where it's like, Yeah, this generation. The bad guy is literally a phone.
2: Uh,
0: it, they're on their phones, and that's bad. I had newspaper.
3: <laughs>
0: so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. That's like a, half of the humor in the movie is just like, Hey, guys. Did you know that we live in a society and there's technology here? Um, that's crazy.
1: It's like the Pink Floyd "The Wall" video from Nostalgia Critic.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's, the it's... commentary <laughs> in there. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, the marching bands.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but Olivia Coleman voices the villain phone, um, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, a, kind of a waste of casting to be honest. I feel oh, like. Yeah. I, I, it's just so obvious, you know. When you say the villain is a phone, and they're just their, their conflicts are kind of like, yeah, I'm going to university, and you know, it's it's all just the same stuff you've seen before. You want to see something a bit more fresh, but I I do guess contrasting it with the Angry Birds with your Hotel Transylvania, so I, I would prefer to see this kind of at least it's an original story. They're doing something. Mm-hmm. With this animation style that is not generic, like the Emoji Movie or mm-hmm. Bottom of the Barrels, that kind of stuff. I, I do wish the script was better, but yeah. I'm glad families are enjoying it. And yeah, that's about all I can say about it, though. Mm-hmm. I, I will not be remembering this one.
0: It tries to stand out. I wish that it tried harder or maybe just had better writing, better story, better humor behind it. You know, it's really just the core of the movie that just uninteresting to me eric andre was in it that was cool there was a lot of sony product placements there was sony headphones there were sony phones there were sony sony everything sony world no
2: they do that in all their films don't they
0: oh yeah they love it because you could either spend money on a television ad or you can get people to pay you money (laughs) to watch an ad (laughs) You, you can make a movie and people will pay you to see the ad so good business decisions on Sony's part, love it. Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah, insanely predictable movie that had some charm to it. wasn't uh, wasn't it wasn't vomit. It was better than most animated movies. Yeah, five I out agree. of ten from me. Check it out.
2: Yeah, I would still recommend to check this out on Netflix, but don't go in expecting anything above just yeah. a solid family movie that's appropriate um, and has okay writing here and because i do want to praise the writing in some ways because there are things i do enjoy about it there is some cleverness in there but i think that humor does really weigh it down for me will you be checking this one out ralph how does it yeah, sound
1: i'll check it out because it's uh, the spider verse guys i'll check it out
2: yeah i just feel like there's something about setting your story l- largely to do with like phones and social media that's tough to make that not really cheesy and lame i just you know, thought of the like, emoji movie right away yeah exactly and they yeah. that's and the this same seems like studio. the
1: anti-emoji movie like get off your phone but it doesn't make it any more like okay it doesn't matter it's still gotta make a good movie
2: right yeah yeah they should have put this effort into the emoji movie because uh, <laughs> at least this is a movie you know like someone had yeah. an idea for this Someone wrote this.
1: It's not it called together. the Emoji Movie. Yeah,
2: that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, they didn't come up with like the title first. <laughs> like, that's the best. And work backwards. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. I give it a nine out of ten.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Mitchell versus the machines is yeah, it's a good family romp, but don't expect more than that. It's too long for my taste, and some of the writing does bother me with the comedic stuff. I just, I don't know, if having numa numa and there were other ones in there it was it was just a bit much for me it, it felt kind of dated and there's a whole kind of set piece towards the end which is based around like a an early 2000s children's toy which i found weird to be referenced because oh, yeah. one of the characters says like what is that <laughs> like directly acknowledging that the demographic for the movie wouldn't even know what it is necessarily because they're not even a trend anymore just little things like that were like strange to me and it's not left much of an impression on me, but I can see why it has for some. Um, maybe if I had a family like in the movie, it would connect more. But right now, this is a, it's just a three-star for me.
0: Hmm. All right, awesome. Yeah, check it out if you want. Remember, we're a bunch of snobs. Everybody else seems to be enjoying it. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. We... It's on Netflix. Yeah.
2: Make your own mind it.
1: Yeah.
0: We watched A Masterpiece.
1: Yeah, now let's talk about like a real great movie. Something fucking good. <laughs> Something that's like blew me away when I first saw it. I and you saw, first saw it recently? recently. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It was worth seeing again. I yeah. think I raised my rating. Well, um, it's called Face Off. Spoilers, right? We're gonna say spoilers. Spoiler for discussion. Face Off. Oh, yeah. but, um, 1997 film by John Woo, starring Nicolas Cage as Castor Troy, who's like a bad guy, and John Travolta, Sean Archer, who's a good guy. And Good I guess they're like, it's like a, you know, a cat and mouse kind of chase. He's a bad guy. John Travolta's a cop. So he's chasing him around the city or whatever. Then they swap faces. So we could like <laughs> do some undercover thing. Like it doesn't even make any sense. They just swap faces for some reason. And then uh, from there, like <laughs> Travolta, like, or is it a uh, Nicolas Cage as Travolta tries to like steal his wife and, you know, his job and everything. And, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where to go from here, but (laughs) the movie's pretty fucking entertaining. Yeah. It's very funny. Uh, the two leads are really hamming it up, but they're very funny. And John Woo is like a, I think we talked about Hong Kong cinema before, Mm -hmm. like that kind of directing style. It's very over the top. It's almost comedic, but I think it's more of a straightforward action movie, really. And it's really entertaining, uh. I think we've all seen it before right so <laughs> it, it definitely yeah. stands out it's not just like a bland like it's not just a bad movie it's exciting the, the acting's really good like in a in a I don't know in a different way because it's um they're really hamming it up <laughs> <the> scenery, hardcore. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you keep up
2: one-upping each other it's, yeah it's so funny to watch
1: it's not bad in the traditional sense where it's so bad that it's actually good I thought Travolta and Nick Cage, they really played off each other well.
2: Yeah, I feel like John Woo m- makes this movie. Without him, you don't have this movie being as good as it is. Because apparently the script like existed and was floating around in the 90s. And it was originally mm. supposed to be Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone in the lead. Oh, mood.
0: No! That wouldn't work that at all. have cool, yeah, exactly. But when when <laughs> I finally wound
2: up in John Wu's hands, he, he changed the two leads. <laughs> and I feel like that change alongside his direction and interpretation of the story and like taking it as seriously as he does. It, it's just a fascinating action movie. He takes it seriously,
1: but it's very over the top.
2: Yeah, they never give you enough time to, like, break down and even really think about it, because, like, they uh-huh. just bring up the fact that this experimental face-swapping technology is just, come on, you're just doing that now, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. And then they just go into it and they never really address <laughs> so it and silly. just move on. And you just kind of stay with it, because it's just so, so ridiculous.
1: And Travolta and Decade are basically playing themselves. Sean Archer is basically just, you know, himself. <laughs> like, it, there's nothing about them that I think is that different from, like, how they probably actually are. Nick Cage is hamming up that he's evil, but the over the top nature of him, I don't know. I just thought of Nick Cage the whole
2: time. Yeah, well, the humor for me comes from seeing John Travolta like doing his impression of Nicholas Cage like crazy yeah. Nicholas Cage
1: seeing the is, both of them trying to do each other is, is really yeah. funny <laughs> i mean trying to play each other uh, uh, yeah try put, put,
2: put each the each first quote on little... the dvd seeing both of them trying to do each other try
3: to do each <laughs> other it's
2: really fun <laughs> well, the the tagline is in order to catch him he must become him and like the the, the yeah. double meaning of the title you must go inside him. <laughs> literally taking their faces off. It's just, it's yeah, so it's silly. So, it's you so, have to yeah. cheer for it. It's just such a ridiculous But practice. if
1: you're willing to buy into the concept of the movie, which is just, that's the plot. Like if you can't buy that, then don't watch the movie. But if you're willing to accept it, then I, the movie's great. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, it's it's like, funny even if you don't accept what's going on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't accept what's going on, I mean, I don't know um, what's wrong with you, because clearly it's trying to be fun. Like, it's just a funny fucking movie. There's nothing about it that takes itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I, I think the two leads are fucking awesome. I think people love, I love they love Travolta. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. There's something about him in this movie.
2: Yeah. I, I just find one of the one of the things that I wouldn't have appreciated the first time I saw it but do now was the novelty of, of their interpretation of what this high-tech future spy stuff would look like. So with their computers with their... Is it the TV future? Light.
1: Really?
0: It's either the future or some like alternate weird thing. Like, there's a prison with yeah, magnet Yeah, like, they're boots, not even right? clear.
2: They're just like, there's
1: this, there's this face mashing technology. <laughs> We're just <laughs> gonna bring that, you in it's this like fucking secret room. secret
2: technology, and yeah. there's like a secret prison no one knows about with the magnet boots.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Maybe then the in the nineties this was thing just and the, the body,
2: like swapping the body.
1: And then within <laughs> like two seconds, um... <laughs> Well, it's so conf- it's so hard to describe because Nicolas Cage becomes Travolta and like swap each other. But like once they become each other, <laughs> he like goes to his prison cell like, yeah, I I burned all the evidence that you ever were me, and I killed everyone who did the surgery <laughs> so they can never do it back. And now I'm gonna go to- go to your house and like fuck your wife. And he licks his face at like that moment when he's like, oh, you're so delicious. He like fucking like starts like, his kissing face, in face. Yeah, it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> like oh, I miss that face. That moment is. Fuck- <laughs> fucking hysterical there's a lot of the cage is in such agony the way nick cage plays it is brilliant because like i can't even imagine the the pain that man must be going through like this man must be he becomes him (laughs) takes his wife and so like you see him in such like turmoil like he's like "Oh, oh like so disturbed by it and like i don't know it's so over the top it's so funny if it was any other actor it just wouldn't work you know like it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it has to be those movie. two in the lead. It's those yeah. two on the poster, face
2: off. That's yeah. the movie. It's, it's perfect. And it had to be made in 97 <laughs> yeah. too. It, yeah, it had to be then and there. Mm-hmm. It's the 97 movie. And it's very
1: 90s. It's very 90s. And it's the end of the 90s too. So it's the end of an era. The end of a, you don't really get action movies like this anymore. It's yeah. almost too goofy now. I guess you get like, uh, like Rampage with Dwayne Johnson. Too, CG- too much CGI. This is yeah, like more of a straightforward, yeah.
0: So I was thinking for this film, because it's so fucking loaded, I think that a great way to have this discussion would be to go through scene by scene. Mm-hmm. So let's let's, let's start it. at the beginning, and this would also help me recollect some things about the film because my notes were limited. I'm trying not to use my wrists that much right now, so, um, yeah. Opening scene, yeah. we had a child death. Brave. There you go. Exactly. They're not cowards. That's
1: true. (laughs)
0: Mm. It happened. He didn't leave somewhere else and come back, and he's dead.
3: Yeah,
2: it Mm -hmm. actually happened. Nick Cage shoots his son.
1: It's a very emotional moment. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yes, like the Last of Us.
1: And unlike the film Gotti, where they just like forget about it, it's like (laughs) brought up a lot. It's a huge part of his character. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, I guess Nick Cage, when he becomes Travolta, he like comes to terms with it and his guilt. Like they actually go to his son's grave. I thought I thought that was an emotional moment.
2: It's so weird. Or...
0: <laughs> it is <laughs> it's weird. <very> weird. <laughs> but that's it's really what weird. makes it work.
2: It's and... very weird. It makes him so evil. Oh yeah, it makes him evil, but it makes him
0: yeah. yeah something was happening before this moment. They have some sort of rivalry, a little tit for mm-hmm. tat
1: <laughs> going on. Yeah, well, because uh, of his son. Oh, I mean, no, but what? what before, I mean, yeah. what
0: happened before that? He wanted to kill him. The son was collateral. Something happened even before that. Clearly, right? yeah,
1: exactly. He was trying to kill Travolta, but. He got the sun because they were on like a merry-go-round. or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> Like with when you describe thing. it, when you're thinking about it, like, oh, yeah, they're on a merry-go-round.
0: <laughs> they do the horse whinny sound <laughs> like, effect with like blood uh-huh. on the, the merry-go-round horse's uh-huh. face. And it's like echoey so and slow-mo and it's perfect.
1: You know, if it wasn't that, they would be like at the ice cream shop or I don't know at the park. <laughs> you know, it's just something
0: stupid like that. Merry-go-round makes sense. It's funny.
1: Yeah, you're right. And then it becomes about Travolta chasing after him. He's like at the police station. You see, he's like very pissed off. Uh, And then it's pretty intense, like the beginning.
0: Yeah, really, it's a very strong opening. It gets right into action.
1: Travolta in in the helicopter.
3: (laughs) Uh Yeah, way
1: down the plane. And what you're saying about like the ballsy deaths, like, um, like Nick Cage holds like a woman out the plane like as hostage. And then fucking, like, she shoots her. And he, like, laughs about it. And oh, that, yeah. That was kind of funny. His, like, Bam. his reaction shot was Throw funny. Off. But yeah, yeah, you're like, man, this guy's evil. Like, this is a fucking bad guy. Yeah. And they said, people right on away. Screen. Yeah.
0: It's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love, I, there, there's so much humor in this, in this part. It's cause, like, to me, I, I feel like the first half of this movie is super, super fucking strong, and my rating would be higher if the second half was exactly like the first half. You might disagree. That's mm-hmm. fine. But for me, what mm-hmm. really makes it is like the crazy Nick Cage is Nick Cage doing it, right? The rest of the movie, most of the movie, is John Travolta doing it, and he's just not as strong <laughs> of an actor. He's He's a little bit weaker. He doesn't do the whole crazy nonsense as well. I love Nick Cage being th- crazy, I, crazy yeah. man, right? I wish I wish the actors were swapped so that, that there was more of it, almost. I know? think
1: Travolta was funny. The moments where he was yelling...
2: Yeah, Travolta yeah. was
1: funny. Too. <laughs> Travolta would, like... That's what I mean about the yelling. He would just, like, have these little outbursts where he'd, go, he'd yeah. say one word really loud, and it was fucking hysterical. Yeah,
0: I do appreciate <laughs> that they, like, really front-loaded with crazy Cage. They have... Him like dressing Uh up as a priest and like sexually assaulting a choir member in the middle, like for some reason. That was a quick Wait scene, scene. and <laughs> just move along. But the way it's played
1: is the again, the way Her it's face. played is really funny. Oh, it's like, so and funny. it's set up for a later scene when, you know, Travolta, he becomes Travolta and he like grabs one of the workers' asses in the police oh, station. Oh yeah, he's we like, need to know oh. that he's
0: a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> that he's, he's a, a sexual abuser. But
1: you know, he's just he's just such a bad guy. He loves conquering like, you know, yeah. other people. Yeah. He's like, like a he's, cartoon he's totally villain.
0: In an adult yeah, film. Yeah, exactly.
1: He's literally taken over this man's job and his body, and now he's going to his office. He's like, yeah, I'm going to take a, pr- a phone yeah. call with the president. And What's he's the just worst girl thing the I could do to you right now? I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, that's what I mean. He just gets off on all of that, you know. That's, that's the kind of villain he is. And yeah. I don't know. I think Nick Cage is perfect for that. Yeah,
2: and they don't shy away from it either. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I remember the first time I saw it when he's like, he just straight up is just like fucking his wife. <laughs> just straight up. I yeah. You're expecting, like, maybe later in the movie there'd be a line, like, no, nah, we never actually did anything, but no, just... Rape? <laughs> just commit no. to it. It was a rape? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like the cobbler thing. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, weird, but... Yeah.
1: yeah, he's evil. Yeah. Yeah, it makes him so hateable,
2: <laughs> so evil, so yeah. when when you see his comeuppance, there is, there is a thrill to it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's crazy, because this movie's so goofy, but it's also so fucking ballsy, you know? This this has, like, yeah. more actual weight and consequence than Mortal Kombat.
1: By far, mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat and mouse makes it very interesting. You re- these men really hate each other, mm-hmm. and you get why, <laughs> and you want to see them like fight. That's that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They they keep uh they keep like Castro Troy locked up, who's actually Travolta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep him locked up for a while, and he see <laughs> you see him like they fuck his wife. He takes his job, like everything from him. And it, it kind of yeah. makes you feel for him. You feel for him. You're like, yeah, I want to see him get his come up. It's like you said.
0: I felt like he was gonna fuck his daughter, but then he didn't.
1: Well yeah. yeah. Oh, that was actually yeah, a really funny scene though. It's like, <laughs> oh the plot thickens. That's a funny line. There's, yeah. there's so many great yeah, lines. I thought in the there movie. was gonna
0: be some incest. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess technically not just, just incest with your dad's face and that's it. The rest <sighs> is of somebody else's yeah. body.
2: <laughs> yeah there is something deeply disturbing about the concepts of the movie and yeah. that does help it because i remember when but i first it, saw it when it, 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 i was quite young the end. Uh-huh. and it was it, there was something quite deeply disturbing about this movie and especially the way <laughs> they actually like achieve the face-off scene itself like, by never properly showing the the effects of the the ripped off face and it's all kind of obscured in the background and when nicholas cage wakes up and he like convinces the scientist well you know forces the scientist to put his face on uh travolta's face it's cre- it's kind of creepy stuff mm-hmm. and they yeah they do just t- <laughs> they just apply themselves to it and, and follow through on all the the obvious story stuff
3: yeah sure it, it is yeah. just so
2: silly and like by the time like he's adopting nicholas cage's kid at the end it's like so silly but it's like that yeah that's that makes sense oh, for the it's story so and funny. it's come full circle. it's like it's like <laughs> yeah, a tim yeah. and eric that
0: was powerful skit, but i, it's I a was crying movie.
2: <laughs> it's like a it's secret so son you know about that. Exactly like my, the you're other You're my side. boy now.
1: <laughs> but it's perfect yeah. payoff. That's what I mean. It's the story. Yeah, yeah. At least it's paid off. They did something with that character. Exactly, yeah. The
3: payoff is uh, that.
1: His mother, you know, she dies thinking that Sean Archer was a good guy. And then she dies. You know, she doesn't know anything about, you know, Travolta's actually inside his body or anything. Like <laughs> Or has his face. Like, she doesn't know anything about that. She dies thinking Castor Troy is a good guy. She doesn't yeah. even know it's, you know, Travolta... Became him. So, she she dies thinking it's a good person. I thought that was a good way to mm-hmm. end her character. That was great. Yeah, everything at least is paid off. And even that scene with the the daughter. You know, later she has to pick between shooting her dad or Nicolas Cage, and she shoots Nicolas Cage. But really, that's her dad. Like it was paid off perfectly. She reminded me
0: of Lisa from The Room. The blonde hair and mm-hmm. brown eyebrows, and like their face is like <laughs> kind of identical. Oh, yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, very, yeah. very Did you like the scene? Silly.
1: It's a lot, of, a lot of, like sexual assault in this movie. But oh, yeah, see where she's like almost She's sexually assaulted <laughs> by her boyfriend in the car, and Chuggerville yeah. just fucking kicks the, the window in and beats the shit out of the guy. That was a great scene, really funny.
0: Yeah, I love that that uh, Castor Troy gives her the knife that she uses on him later. That's Nice. Yes. I oh, think. yeah, and yeah. make like sure you twist Michael the person. the knife so the wound doesn't close <laughs> and then she does that too That's a good payoff yeah. um, so yeah, Pastor Troy's the payoff. bad guy even I confuse myself
1: with it. Oh, it's so and I confusing. love the movie. I think it's yeah. really funny It is confusing. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: easier to say the Characters names than it is to say the actors names because then uh-huh. sometimes you you want to say like it, it John Travolta in Nick Cage's body, but then that gets like really confusing <laughs> hmm <laughs> whatever um, so, back to the surgery. A uh, couple things I want to mention about that. I love that they're giving them haircuts while the surgery is <laughs> taking place. Not like, yeah. I don't know, before <laughs> or after. Even
2: <laughs> like, the software was, like, updating as they were cutting the hair, oh yeah, which is Because really
0: you need the visual on the screen, <laughs> yeah. the computer yeah, image yeah. of the haircut. Otherwise, you wouldn't <laughs> know what's, what the hair length is. Sci-fi haircut. You can't see it in real life. <laughs> And then, like, I love it's. It's what's funny is like, there are some movies that would just, you know, how Looper has that "Don't think about it" line. It's kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a film like Crank probably wouldn't explain anything about it if they had this sort of thing in it, you know. Uh, but this mm-hmm. film actually does. Go some lengths to explain what's happening And so they say things like oh, yeah the fucking scar tissue will close up and you won't even see it blah 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 And and then one of the things that I feel like kind of works against itself But it's kind of funny is they show this visual of like we're trimming down your body fat We're like doing laser surgery on your belly so you can fit the form mm-hmm. <laughs> of Caster <laughs> yeah. Troy yeah, exactly. but then, <laughs> So you look like the actor <laughs> then if caster Troy is in Sean Archer's body? Then did he gain weight really quickly? How did he get fatter <laughs> yeah. then? Because you've now you've you've written that, and now we have to think about it. And so that's a that it doesn't harm the movie because it's so. I believe silly there's anyway, a line but. like
1: I don't know what I like more, your face or your body. So they make like a reference to the body, like that the body's different. Yeah, I it's guess. weird because they gave yeah
0: they gave Sean Archer surgery to make his body more like caster troy but caster troy yeah i don't know what he did he just ate a bunch that's of donuts the, really that's fast.
1: one of the most implausible parts of the film but you gotta buy oh the it. whole plot? One of the things that makes yeah. it the
0: best <laughs> yeah
1: exactly yeah. <laughs> but that's the title right face off you need to oh, have the so face funny. coming yeah. off for it and to
2: have the great scene where he goes face off i'm gonna take his face off because yeah it's, it's the body swap <laughs> premise but instead of it being like magic or them just waking up in a freaky body, friday committed to yeah, let's explain yeah. this. Like, there's a, there's a new technology. They got the anti-inflammatory drugs. So you can, you can just cut people's faces off and put them on other faces in this universe. Uh-huh. It's fine. Yeah, just, and then yeah. they just kill all the scientists and burn plop. the facility down anyway. Oh, yeah. I love how, how quickly it all goes wrong. And it's so ridiculous. They kind of have
1: to go, like, with that plot, you have to go the science fiction route with it, unless mm-hmm. you go the yeah. fantasy route. That's why I like, it's like they built up from that title in a way that worked. Like, face-off, yeah. okay. So, we have two guys. They have to have their faces coming off. How do they do that? Science fiction. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, Tenet, almost. Because Tenet is, that's, like, a real thing. It's, like, a stone in, like, mm-hmm. the middle of some fucking, I don't know where. And, you know, they they were trying to make a movie about Tenet. So, like, how do we do time, something like that? Like, inversion, whatever. I don't know. Science fiction. The CIA can mm-hmm. find something. Like I, I like that stories are built off on, on that. It, it felt very, like, I don't know. This movie's just perfect to me. It's Mm -hmm. that that title, and uh, Travolta and Nick Cage on the cover, just like that.
0: So Caster Troy, with his face off, wakes up rather abruptly in an unsecured, unguarded room, and then tells his peeps he wants the other face, and then they fuck everything up. Yeah, And then...
1: Caster Troy. <laughs> it's
0: very difficult. I'm glad
1: you wrote this down, because uh, yeah, I was just, just watching. I was just, I was just taking it all in. I recommended it. I should have been writing notes, but I'm like, I'm just going to take this all. Oh, in, I, this, this is, is from fun.
0: memory. I've seen it a few times. Awesome. My notes were very limited because of my wrists.
1: Caster
0: <laughs> Caster Troy is in the prison that has. Magnet boots
3: <laughs> and,
0: and they su- can selectively <laughs> yeah. magnetize each prisoner to the floor, which I kind of like as a concept, even though it's very silly and very stupid.
2: Yeah, super dumb. but funny. And he
0: goes in there so he can get information from Castor Troy's brother about where the bomb is planted. And then they have the scene where he, mm. he's like, oh, well, I guess blowing up this place will be cool. And he's like, haha, you're stupid. I got you and b- totally blows his cover well before he's actually out of the situation, which is weird, but he could have just kept <laughs> playing along, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, somehow the whole plan that Sean Archer made, they needed to like it was it was a super secret plan, and and he allowed for such oversight where Castor Troy was able to steal his body and pretend like the whole swap never happened. And is like you're just gonna rot in prison now, (laughs) and (laughs) which is, I mean, terrifying to think about in like kind of like a existential dread sort of yeah, sure. Yeah, I get that hard from that
2: last scene where he's cutting his face, so he's watching his face get cut by someone else. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's uh, almost uh, like being John Malkovich, like kind of horror concepts, you know, like yeah, yeah, taking it out of reality and bringing in concepts that don't exist uh-huh. but like would just be really fucked up if they did. uh the shot with yeah. the mirror
1: where there's a oh, that's you know funny. they're shooting at each other through a mirror, uh-huh, yeah. but it's Very obviously shooting themselves. So they're shooting at the villain, but yeah, yeah it, that's a great shot. Like it's, it's, funny it's that I they think threw it's that perfect. That uh the music in this film fucking badass. john Powell. Incredible
2: epic. John Powell, big fan.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking incredible. <laughs> really epic, perfect, it yeah, fits the tone of the movie music, perfectly. For sure. Yeah. 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 It, it was Country good. Panda. Uh, uh-huh. Happy Feet. Yeah. Not not saying it's like Lawrence of Arabia type Dragon. level music, but it, I think it fits the movie really perfectly. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's good, I think. Oh, no, it's very um, appropriate.
2: And they have these like random character actors, these kind of really small roles like CCH Pounder or um, that guy from The Wire, Robert Wisdom. He's like, one sure. of my favorite characters in that. Mm. They're, they're just tiny roles at the beginning that just get obliterated, which is, which is fun in and of itself because you just don't expect the... The story to go as wrong as it does, as quickly as it does, and each section could be its own movie expanded. Really, like this whole prison <laughs> thing—it's such a wacky idea that could be a movie. But the, yeah. no, it's just like a prison escape section, Then you're onto the next bit. The pacing is so so quick; it makes it so much fun.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that happens mm-hmm. in this movie. What's the runtime of this? It's like two and a half hours or something. Let's see. Two
2: hours twenty about.
0: Two hours twenty.
1: Wow, that's. Yeah. Okay.
0: And it it's very. Fast-paced for what it is.
2: It's very entertaining, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: the action's solid. Yeah, it's very funny.
0: So, Castor Troy is decides he will terrorize his family, and he he disarms the bomb too, which is really funny. He's like, "Yeah, I'll just oh, walk yeah, in I'll here the and credit yeah do the code, uh-huh. which is very nice." Yeah, and then. Sean Archer manages to escape from the prison from some weird like electro shock torture <laughs> therapy, whatever you want to call That's it. That's the only scene. way they can take
1: off the boots is if you they can, oh, sorry, like, yeah. like execute you. Basically, <laughs>
0: it implies that they don't bathe, which is kind of funny. Like you. I don't yeah, know. they can't exactly. take. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, but I don't think I don't think the prisons like they're literally just like taking him to the electric chair. Like they show another guy getting electrocuted like yeah. right before him. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't he remember escape, if that was it?
0: like for. <laughs> it's so over the top for like an execution or uh-huh.
1: what that was about. Like, did he have a trial? I don't know.
0: Trial?
2: It seemed like a punishment I, to me. <laughs> I, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the other guy survived. Kind of like a lobotomy type thing, maybe. I guess so. Yeah. Well, then he fell down a he fell off the whatever staircase and died later, yeah. a bit later. There's a lot of death in this movie, <laughs> but yeah, a that lot. guy dies. the The metal boots that was ridiculous. I mean, it's supposed to be like a maximum security prison, I guess. It's
0: funny. What it does is it allows the two characters to be alone, and it allows uh, uh, Caster Troy to get in really close without any guard supervision. Yeah, have that that's scene. the thing.
1: Mm-hmm i'm glad you brought that up like they're they're separate for a lot of the movie and it's always interesting the characters Mm -hmm. are always good and um would the cat and mouse angle again like once once sean archer finds out he's he escapes you know then he's the one who's like panicked even though he has everything he's like fucking freaking out and that was like an interesting Mm -hmm. you know the character has everything but he's fucking nervous because sean archer's out there he's gonna get him And that's another one of Travolta's great scenes where he fucking just yells for no reason. Like, he yells one word out. Uh, I forgot the line exactly, but it's fucking hysterical. A lot of high-pitched yelling from Travolta. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You you guys have some thoughts? (laughs) When he's like, ah! You know, like that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't tell if I'm laughing with or at him Mm -hmm. at at times in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas I feel like I'm always with Nick Cage. Um, I feel like... Just, just now, you know, with Gotti and everything and just what, what he's like now. It's just, there's something extra funny about Mm -hmm. Travolta in the movie.
1: (laughs) Well, there's just rumors about Travolta being, you know, a bit like uh, a gay or a little in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine, but like, it just comes, he always tries to hide it or like, because, because he's Scientology or whatever, they try to hide it. Mm-hmm. It just it comes out a little bit when he's yelling. I'm like, that's great. Oh, it's a it's a gay person <laughs> Those are my favorite. Yell, those is are, what, is what you're saying. Those, basically, but those are my favorite parts sense. of the movie. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit of a <laughs> of a of a effeminate yell that yeah. I love. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite part of his character and his acting. He is funny, and I'm proud to say that because I I'm a huge oh, yeah, Volta fan. Okay, <laughs> I do to say that about Travolta cuz I love Travolta. Okay. Got it. You. you don't him. think you don't think Scientology tries to hide it a little bit?
0: I think that the type up? of person that would be really invested in Scientology might also be a type of person that lies to themselves on a daily basis about their own uh, inner uh, yeah. workings of their mind. That's so, what I mean. Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. possible. Yeah. I I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't say that Scientology is the only re- religion that applies to, but uh-huh. you
1: know. Of course, he's marketable, mm-hmm. too, Travolta. I think he's a huge movie star, almost on the level of Tom Cruise. That's why he's on Scientology.
2: Well, yeah, this was just after post. This is a
1: worldwide film directed by a huge director, and John, then Travolta whoop. goes like, he goes, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, that's great! <laughs> Everyone's like, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, like,
0: de- depending on the context, like, for funny, that can be, you know, for humor, that, that can really work. Like, Will Ferrell does it all the time. Uh, Ryan Gosling did it in the Nice Guys? Was that the movie? What was it called? Or The other, The Nice Guys? Yeah, was well, it the, nice, the Nice Guys? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah The Nice sure Guys, yeah. right? Mm-hmm.
1: Ryan Gosling did that a few
0: times. It was funny then. Right.
1: I love The Nice Guys too, but this is a very like masculine... Like, oh, yeah. Guys love this movie. It's one of the best action movies oh, movie in the Oh, this is a real bro film. It is a bro film. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like almost like Top Gun, like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I give my bros bro jobs while I watch this film.
1: Mm-hmm. Just watch the film again and, and pay attention to Travolta's acting. Oh, and I will. I think I... that makes it. I think that makes it extra beautiful. <laughs> you, you can't not. You can't it's, ignore it's it. One of his finest performances.
0: I don't know. I think the context because, like, I don't know if he's acting that much different in this than in what was that really shitty horror movie that came out, The Fanatic. Like, yeah. Like his acting caliber is about the same, but it's just like a better film.
1: Uh-huh. The Fanatic is playing a very weird character. That's definitely not him. I mean, I don't know what he was trying to do with that. I think he was trying to play like a, like, like someone on the spectrum or something, but it's like really disgusting. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do. It's like he was trying to be funny.
0: The quality of acting is about the same. I don't think he's like a better actor in Face Off yeah. than he is in The Fanatic. I just think it works better because of the context of what's happening in the film and the characters. Yeah, sure. the tone of it. I'm not saying it's the exact same performance. Yeah,
1: though. like in this movie, he's just playing himself. Like, I just see Travolta. I just see Nick Cage. And that's why I find it funny. Oh, exactly. And it's yeah. this huge movie. Yeah, same. yeah, Yeah. Nick Cage really hamming it up. Um, I liked I liked how he played Travolta. I'll give you, I think I think Nick Cage was better. I think he was a lot better than, like, he's just a better oh, actor than Travolta. A million he times better. better yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. But I love both of them. I think both of them brought something to it. Like, I couldn't picture yeah. this movie without either of them.
0: At this point in time, pretty much everybody recognizes the crazy, freak-out, lovable nature of Nicolas Cage. And now, at this point, people intentionally put him in those kinds of roles. He's in a lot of, like, B-horror movies and stuff. But I'm wondering at what point in time that started becoming apparent. Like, I, there was, there was like, a video that got released, like, 10 years yeah. ago, maybe more, being, like, uh, Nicolas Cage freak-out moments or whatever. And it was just this compilation, and it was put to the tune of... What was the song? It was like the Requiem for a Dream song, right? <laughs> and it was re- it was a really funny video, and that compiled all of them. So that per- whoever made that video clearly had okay. some some awareness of like how often he's put in roles that where he's freaking out and how great he is at doing that. I wonder the timeline of like when exactly filmmakers were aware of that and would cast him in his film for that, because or if they were aware when they did that, or if it just happened, you know, serendipitously or just by coincidence because this film 97 there's a lot of great Nicholas Cage freakout and it really really helps the film like this is like one of the <laughs> best shining examples of like why yes. he's so great at that and he's perfect for the character because he's playing an absolute psychopath too right nobody else can do it like sure. John Travolta can't do it i'm sorry he evil. Right? like he he tr- does his best he, there's some merit
1: in what he's doing it's kind of funny too in a cringe way <laughs> But Nick Cage, I think like, Travolta's just a nice guy, though. Sells it. Yeah, uh-huh. I think Travolta's just a really... He's got that look of just a nice guy, good guy, and he works as that character. I feel like John Travolta holds back
0: more than Nick Cage does. Nick Cage has no fear in his performance. John Travolta has yeah. like layers of ego that he can't quite get past, where Nick Cage is just like yeah. giving it his all.
2: Yeah, apparently he was um, a bit concerned about that line about his chin. What? You remember that?
0: Really? I thought he made that up. I he thought that asked was
2: a on the on the butt chin line to make sure it wasn't making oh, fun of. Oh fuck. See exactly. Yeah. Like if <laughs> yeah. you're if you're <laughs> going to be a, a great ego. actor, you need
0: to let go of your fucking ego. You need to be comfortable uh-huh. making fun of yourself. You got to not give a shit what other people think of you because like if you're thinking about yeah. that sort of thing while you're performing, it's going to show, you know?
1: Yeah, he was like making yeah, it's fun. A really
0: good
2: line. He was
1: making fun of his body and his face like with his brother and I thought those yeah. were yeah. awesome moments. Yeah, like, you you don't have the looks anymore. It's like, you got me there, touche. <laughs> That's fucking great.
0: <laughs> Nicolas Cage is unironically, genuinely a fearless actor. And I think he's really great. Yeah. Even though he's in a lot of bad movies, and even though a lot of films that he's in, there's a an entertainment element of just, like, laughing because it's so ridiculous and because he's doing, like, weird things. In the right role, he's still mm-hmm. pretty great. There's great movies that he's been in. But, yeah, like, I, I never, I'm never, like, disappointed by Nicolas Cage's performance in yeah. a movie. You know? Uh, yeah. I think it yeah. really
1: depends on the director and the movie yeah. and a lot of things. We saw a Lynch movie with him, uh, David oh, for, Lynch, yeah. Wild at Heart.
2: Yeah, he was in I those. still need yeah. to see Leaving He's Las Vegas. very
1: good. Uh-huh. He's actually very good He got good an in Oscar that. for that. Adaptation. You know, adaptation is actually good. <laughs> like, but here he, I think he's great, but very in a in a comical, you know, more of a comedy kind of sense where he's more playing himself. But it's funny. It he works. He works really well.
0: There's a face-off sequel in the works from everyone's favorite director, uh, yeah. uh, Dumb Wingard. And what my question is to <laughs> mm-hmm. both of you is. Who are the fuck? Who the fuck are they gonna cast in this? Like, who? What would your dream pick be for like another face-up? They need to get Travolta and Nick
1: Cage. Why can't they? I mean, Travolta and Nick Cage are doing fucking dumpster fire movies, like
2: you know, straight to (laughs) Amazon Prime.
0: Do you think they're going to though? Do you think that these things get greenlit
1: like
2: that? I don't know. That's the only way it could be good.
1: Yeah, I think they should totally do that. And as far as Adam Wingard, I don't know. I think he kind of sucks. I think you you added him as a hack. I think you're right.
0: I think John Travolta is so unsellable at this point that they won't be able to get it greenlit. I think I they, they could pitch that idea to, a,
1: to studios <laughs> or producers, the and they'll
0: guy. say no, not with John Travolta. I love those movies. His all of his movies have yeah, been bombs for the past fucking twenty years. Like,
1: because mm-hmm. he picks a bunch of shit. He's like an old dog. So he's fucking garbage. Um, and Adam Wingard, I don't know. Yeah, he kind of sucks too. Doesn't he? But if they yeah. get the two of them and it's just really violent and, you know, it hammers in on the, the ballsy action. Well, it's going to suck. I think it could be fine. Well, well just put it on like Amazon Prime, kind of like a VOD movie. Oh, yeah. Know? Just do that. <laughs> Doesn't like Mel Gibson does that now? Like I see Mel Gibson, Frank Grillo in movies that go straight to VOD. They're doing fine. Just do that. I think it would be fine. I <laughs> don't know.
2: We'll just don't do it. That's that's the yeah. ideal. To just no, they
0: late.
1: gotta make their money. It's gonna
2: be eighties an property. And
1: honestly, I would watch it. I, Get I mean, I'm not John Woo. Who whom am I fucking kidding? I you know, I would watch it. I would watch five of these sequels if I made them. I
0: will feel obligated to watch
1: it, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Especially if they use That would music be the again. two
2: actors though. For a 2021 version.
1: Okay, if they got mm-hmm.
0: rid of them?
2: If you couldn't get yeah. Cage and that, This is a back.
0: great question that I <laughs> need to know the
1: answer to. Tom Holland.
0: I, I'm thinking of
2: all the current <laughs> movie stuff. Tom Holland, You. Yeah. No. Uh, the the, the yeah. problem with The Rock <laughs> is he's he's such a big presence. You'd need someone equivalent in size for we the whole uh, body-swap thing to even make sense.
0: Jared Leto and... <laughs> Because, <laughs> cause there's a bit of that, like cringe. Jared Leto could be like the John Travolta equivalent, right? Where he's like, he's doing some cringe stuff. Really,
2: I quite want to see him as the villain.
0: Well, either way, it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. matter because they play both in the movie. Yeah, true. And then we could get like, I don't know, Walkie and Phoenix. <laughs> both two two Joker's here.
1: <laughs> Terry Crews. That's my first official answer. Oh yeah, let's and get a black guy, guy and a white guy,
0: think. and then. When they swap their faces, <laughs> they'll look really weird. Or we could do like Dwayne Johnson,
1: Terry Crews. You know what? I, I like that. Two fucking giant men. <laughs> Let's get drastically different skin tones. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. The, techno- the face off technologies improved I just yeah. want like giant. Do. Oh my god! Can we people. do like
0: d- gender swap too? Can we do like Daniel yeah. Kaluuya we'll do, like, and like Zooey Deschanel face off?
1: Okay, that's oh. my. Dream well, I was sick of two women. We get like a, well, not Gina. <laughs> we yeah, can't we do, we do her anymore women. after her tweets. uh Who's one that's like that? Like a muscular, like, I don't know, MMA artist who became like a...
2: (laughs) The one from Fast and Furious 7?
1: Uh, isn't that Gina Carano?
2: No, I'm sure it's not. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) She's
1: in one of them, I swear to God.
2: (laughs) I don't even know how to search for it. Hang on.
0: I think Joaquin would do a great job with whatever he does. He's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, but he's like a real actor. Nicolas Cage is a real actor. No, he isn't. I mean, okay, he's been in good stuff, but he's mostly an Oscar winner, isn't he? I would not want to see Daniel Day-Lewis or someone like that in a movie like this. Joaquin is actually like a real actor who I like.
0: (laughs) I think I think Joaquin would work better than Daniel Day-Lewis.
1: This is more of a guilty pleasure.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he would do a great job no matter what, but like, I don't know if I would Uh, be dying to see Daniel Day-Lewis in that kind of thing. Joaquin I could see because Joaquin's also a little bit fucking crazy Yeah, isn't? it would
1: definitely it would just be against type for him because because Phoenix yeah he's definitely crazy he's a bit of a nut Phoenix it would be it would be against type because he's usually in like really good or he plays like dramatic dark characters usually it's not like a,
0: a jokester he's not goofy
1: yeah that's true he played <laughs> the Joker which is yeah well that's like a dark I'd say that's like a drama
0: I mean, but he still like did a pretty crazy role. I don't know.
1: But Nick Cage is all over the place. Nick Cage does dramas like that, he does Oscar films, but he also does really goofy shit. And he's always done goofy shit, Wild at Heart, <laughs> you know, stuff yeah. like that. It it's more with his like <laughs> brand. I almost wish more like actors of that caliber would do goofy stuff like this. Because I don't think it makes them I don't see less of them because they do like a fucking stupid movie where I just see them as themselves and they just I don't know shoot it like <laughs> they're like on a boat like mm-hmm. in a cool boat chase you know, yeah. doing something dumb like that I think yeah it's and
0: honestly if I were to think ideal director for a face off remake or sequel fucking James Wan, bringing him back yeah that would be an yeah. ideal director for this project that would actually
1: be fucking perfect
0: Justin Lin
2: yeah like someone like that yeah and then you could have, like, Tom Hardy and that guy from Prometheus uh-huh. that looks like Tom you Hardy. You even see
1: shades of that in their in their movies, <laughs> like James Wan, Justin Lin. It's not, like, it's not as over-the-top, obviously, like, but there's a... I mean, there's still oh, no. just fun, campy movies, more so. Like, Fast and Furious 6, Fast and Furious 7.
0: <laughs> I've got a great combo that would be really funny.
2: <laughs> hmm <laughs>
0: Jared Leto and Jesse Eisenberg. It would be terrible, no. but it would be really funny.
1: <laughs> right?
0: That's for, like, Those the two? fourth
1: sequel when they, like, really run out of ideas. Ooh,
3: oh,
0: my yeah. God. That would be so good. <laughs> uh. All right. Should we get back to the movie? Or, do you, or you, do you have any more? No,
1: no. I like these, these like, mashups. Sure. All right. Let's think of more.
2: Matt Damon, Matt Wahlberg. That could work.
1: Yeah. I feel like Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson is what they would go with. Because that's proven... <laughs> Hmm. I would like to see the originals back. I know they're old, version. The I mean, version, who cares? Yeah. That should be their last movie.
2: <laughs> the Face-Off remake.
0: Get Face-Off 2 starring Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Space-Off. <laughs> <laughs> Space-Off. <laughs> God damn
2: it. <laughs> oh, this is a sad world we live in where we're getting Face-Off remakes. <laughs> Apparently
0: it's a sequel.
1: People love the Versus movies. That's why God, Godzilla and King Kong was a huge hit. Dingle and King Kong. <laughs> that's that's what we call it.
2: Wait, so how is it going to be a sequel then? Are they going to build the build it up to be like a universe where they've got the face-off technology? We've already got that Mission Impossible. They already yeah, do they're
1: that. going to do it again because it worked out so well the first time.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. We're just going to have to see what happens
1: it will be like Madagascar sequels. They'll go to Africa or something. <laughs> they go to take a trip to Europe in the third one. <laughs> I mean, they could do... They could set it in
2: space and
0: have a real space
2: off.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's the only thing this movie's missing. Them going to space.
2: Yeah. Well, that that prison scene might as well be, be in space. It could have been a space it prison. Of like yeah. Mass Effect with the like space station prison thing. hmm So sci-fi. It's
1: like really over the top that prison scene with the metal (laughs) boots. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And the guy playing Nick Cage's brother, he's hamming it up almost as much as the leads. Yeah. He's really funny. I thought. Uh
1: huh. I thought he was good. Yeah. There's so many memorable scenes, but we were like trying to stay on track. Like, what were we up to in the plot?
0: Where we kind of got with the plot was like him breaking out of the prison, Sean Mm -hmm. Archer breaking out of the prison, and then. Caster Troy decides to terrorize his family a little, manipulate, disable the bomb, and then Sean Archer decides that he needs to, like, I guess, go to Caster Troy's friends in Fam Jams, because Mm -hmm. everybody will think he's Caster Troy, and then he meets a little baby boy, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he has oh, yeah, this it's weird son. It's five years old The secret son The
1: son's five years old I think he looks a bit older though He looked like at least like nine I don't know <laughs> He He hugs this child
0: And starts it's weird Saying the other name Of the other child Sean Yeah Jason <laughs>
1: I don't remember. Michael, what it I think it was. James, it was you're thinking of heavy rain. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's Michael, right? Michael. Wrong? Oh, Michael. Yeah, it was probably Michael. He's like oh, Michael. Michael. Yeah, Michael. he has like. Oh, that's what I mean. Michael. The turmoil Nicholas Cage plays with this character. He's a very sensitive guy. <laughs> I, I like that. Like he loves his and the other he loves his just family. Like loves his son. Him. She's like, "What the fuck yeah. are you doing?" and, and she's Michael's like freaking like, out. Like, you're oh, scaring him. Great scene. Is that a who's that actor who plays like the the woman? The uh, Gina mother Carana. of that child, Gina Carano. Yeah, I thought, is that Gina? No, it's no, not it's Gina. Carano. It's Gina, Gina Gersh, Gina Gershon. Gershon. Yeah, Gershin. Uh, yeah. G- two Ginas. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was really good though. Like, I liked her in the movie. Oh, she <laughs> was in Shogos. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> show.
3: Yeah, but I thought she was good oh, at this. in like, the new really Borderlands to movie. Yeah, cool. She's
1: in like. I think she's a good okay. actor. She's been in like Killer Joe. I thought she was good in that. Yeah, like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but this is like mm-hmm. a fucking stupid character. Um, and then like the whole scene where there's a shootout and And he takes his his son, (laughs) but no, like first the FBI, like find out that he's there because Travolta calls the police on him. Oh yeah. Um, and then they you know, there's a huge shootout, but his son is there, you know, the the five year old kid and he's like holding on to him and he puts headphones on his, on his, like, like, so he doesn't hear the gunshots. I'm like, yeah, gunshots are so fucking loud. There's no way that would work. Um, you know, the kid's (laughs) got fake tears in his eyes. Yeah, and, he's, and Nick Cage is carrying around this, like, it looks like a mannequin, but it's supposed to be his son, and it's like, there's a bunch oh, yeah. of bullet holes going around, like, yeah, no fucking way, a kid would be, like, screaming, <laughs> he'd probably pass out, might get hurt, like, He's I don't know, he's that, a little that whole slow. scene so over the top. Yeah. But in any other movie, I might have been distracted by that fact. But in this, I wasn't because it's so over the top. The whole tone of the movie, it's very consistent. I think what you said about Mortal Kombat, yeah. Adam, is that the tone is very inconsistent. But this is very... Yeah. It's always goofy. You're never taking it too seriously. Although you like, you're like you driven by that cat and mouse kind of chase.
0: I would say it's much more consistent than Mortal Kombat. I wouldn't say it's completely.
1: I, 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 in the second
0: half of the movie the the lowest part of the movie for me is like pre-climax where it seems to take mm-hmm. itself a bit too seriously where they're like there's going to be a big battle and the uh, stakes are high and the, st- mm. the do you know how high the stakes are this means everything and we're going to ha- both characters mm-hmm. have to plan because the other one is he might be thinking of things too so i have to think harder and it's just the tone <laughs> of of what's happening and the music and how long it takes also that would be the lowest point of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. It takes itself a little too seriously there, but still much better than Mortal Kombat. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they shoot each other, and then
1: yeah, then they then they fight each other. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then they run away. Uh-huh. He goes to see his wife at some point to try and convince her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How does he do? That? He does that a couple times, doesn't it?
0: First, Sean Archer shoots one of the police officers in the face. <laughs> oh wait, no, Caster yeah, Troy. But- Caster Troy shoots the, shoots the officer in the face because uh-huh. the officer was like, What? It was just Caster Troy's thing.
1: It was, it was just Caster Troy's brother, but that's yeah. actually Caster Troy, you know, yeah. in his body. Yeah, that, I thought that was a really funny part. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that it. moment. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like a little oh, yeah. yell. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, there was a Howie scream in this movie. (laughs) Oh, Oh, really? I didn't notice. (laughs) 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 destroy my throat (laughs) trying to do that one. Yeah, that that was pretty good. Howie scream, classic. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And then, yeah, so Caster Troy in... Sorry, Sean Archer in Caster Troy's body (laughs) tries to convince his wife, his real wife, that he's... Him, Cass, uh, mm-hmm. John Archer. <laughs> it's so difficult. It takes a lot of oh convincing. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is, oh yeah, he does the weird fucking hand f- touching, face. Yeah, yeah, he thing. does that
2: multiple times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the main pieces of evidence. Because you're like, how is she convinced by this? Well, first of all, they have their little thing where it's like a handshake, he wipes but it's hand his to face, hand on his f- on their face like this. I guess that ties in the whole. Yeah, thing right off. after
0: eating some like really
1: spicy chili wings, just like. <laughs> Ow my eyes that is not a way human beings like embrace each other like fucking putting their <laughs> putting their hand on their face like that
0: It's so funny, and it happens so many times in the movie because yeah. it's like it needs to hammer it in just so it can be like oh It's a thing that he does so that's what yeah. he recognizes it, mm-hmm. but it's such a weird thing to do <laughs> It's so then specific. there's also <laughs> it's a weird yeah. thing to do yeah
1: and he does it to his son too or his daughter. I think he does it to his yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Stop
0: touching my face. There's some Dad. other evidence
1: too. Like they have different blood types, like Castro Troy's different oh, blood Fingerprints, I don't know. Fingerprints. A, a bunch of ways.
0: Penis. Yeah, and
1: then, you know, Travolta was just acting weird. And then once <laughs> yeah. it was pointed out to him, yeah, the penis, right. You think he would notice a different penisly. <laughs> like. Pull down your pants like, Everyone's got it. If one of them wasn't circumcised one. or something, then that that would be it. I like, mean, hopefully like, his own wife would know
0: what his penis looks like. <laughs> Even if they were both circumcised, hopefully she would recognize the penis.
1: A deleted scene where he has to get a circumcision. <laughs> yeah, he gets it. It's a Do you not? <laughs> it's me. Pulls down pants. <gasps>
3: really, <it's laughs> you.
0: I mean, that would be the, probably the best way to do it in that situation. But anyway, hopefully she would it's recognize like the premise. It. And yeah, she, I guess. After her the face touch, she's she realizes that it's him, and she's like, "Well, this is uh, implausible, but I'll go with it." And <laughs> then they have, yeah, I guess they just go into that really long pre- climax sequence that I don't like, where it takes itself a little too seriously. A lot of preparing for battle, calm before the storm thing. Mm-hmm. Then we get to a church, and <laughs> Castor Troy. Talks about how how very how religious and the setting is, and does this weird T pose Christ imitation and that that loud cut to Christ in case you didn't get it. It was really funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. very silly. And then there's a bunch of doves because John
1: Woo loves doves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, these doves wasn't too much, but it's toward the end, yeah, there was a few doves in the church. That was that was a good shootout. Oh, it was. Uh, I just want wacky fight scene. It, yeah, Travolta's wife in the movie, Joan Allen. That actor, she's she's really good in the movie. Yeah, she plays it like very seriously. Like when she's actually mm-hmm. like when her when her daughter's like held at gunpoint, she's like very terrified. I think that added a lot to the yeah. actual tension of the movie. That like, that's character why didn't take it be seriously. No, right. Yeah. That's why it worked. It mm-hmm. worked really well. I felt like bad for her. Yeah, like her reactions were very genuine. Yeah, not as goofy as the cage
0: why why were they all at the church again I'm trying to remember that part because like the daughter's there but doesn't she she didn't get the memo and that creates a whole conflict right (laughs) because the daughter doesn't understand anything that's going on but she's in the fight scene
1: Travolta kidnapped the wife and said the daughter's on the way. So I guess he sent his oh, men to kidnap both of them. And sent them to the church. Yeah. Then oh. there was like a big... You know, it was like a big... Uh, that's right. What's it called? When everyone's pointing their guns at each other. A Mexican <laughs> like standoff. 20 people. Oh, like a Mexican
0: standoff. Yeah. I don't know if it's technically a Mexican standoff, but it's certainly a standoff.
1: <laughs> it's definitely a standoff.
0: Which is funny, because at the beginning of the movie, it kind of started with that, where they both had the uh, one bullet in the chamber, but actually... Caster Troy didn't, many thought he did. That's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah. A little reincorporation. This is the
1: best movie ever made.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, the daughter didn't get the memo, so that creates a new conflict, and uh, she gets pushed down the stairs by one of them, (laughs) I think by... Sean Archer, Nick Cage, oh yeah, who's <laughs> really Travolta? Yeah. yeah, Sean Archer pushes his daughter down the stairs for her <laughs> own good. It hurts him more than it hurts her. But
1: then after, he's like, "Wait, honey, wait! I'm trying to tell you that it's really me in someone else's face."
0: Oh yeah, the the, the classic <laughs> "no shoot him" moment. Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Everybody thought maybe has to have it. Yeah. Or 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 clones or twins. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: And the uh, yeah stabs him in the leg. She, she, the Sean Archer's mm-hmm. daughter stabs Caster Troy in the leg. Good reincorporation with the right. fucking what that is it called, butterfly knife
1: assault scene. Yeah, the assault scene. Travolta gives her a knife, yeah. like to defend yourself. Like she's sticking in his knife, sticking in his uh, thigh and twist it. Yeah, and that's what she, she does, does to him. It's perfect. Very perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he does not bleed out, but uh, yeah, he's
1: wounded because they're invincible. <laughs> <laughs> they have so force fields like, around the way on a boat yeah i just want to mention that they're invincible like like no matter what they do to each other they can't die like even in that mirror scene they're shooting at each other with bullets you would think one of them would hit each other but they don't yeah <laughs> just i've never seen two men fire so many like bullets at each other and none of them hit you just know for like most yeah. of the movie <laughs> You
3: think yeah. one of them would? They're anyway. they're,
1: they're still they're still uh,
0: working out the uh, the anesthetics out of their system from the surgery. I don't know. <laughs> they're, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're so a little, little off with their inside <laughs> <of them. laughs> And so then they're on a boat. Which one's on a boat? Uh-huh. I don't remember. There, someone's on a boat, and I think John. Uh, wait, yeah, Cat Sean Archer's on a helicopter. I don't remember. There's a boat, and the they drive somewhere. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's de- a helicopter is involved, and there is yeah. a boat chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And th- the most memorable part of that chase for me is them flying in slow motion, and they magically transform into two other people we've never seen before. Very obvious yeah. stunt doubles, and it's really funny sure. with completely different hair.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, there's that whole fight on the boat where one of them starts like skiing on oh. the water with the bare. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> it's so silly. Very
0: silly. <laughs> that- that's
2: very funny. All practical. Some
1: good stunts, I guess. When he drives to the boat and there's like a giant explosion. You see the stunt double. Oh, yeah. so many big explosions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Over the top, yeah. And that music again. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then uh, mm-hmm. there's
0: uh, another the standoff, I guess. And uh, Castro Troy in Sean Archer's bo- face starts he's just cutting his own face. But it's not his own. It's Sean Archer's face. But it's on his body. Yeah. And face saying, I want you to have to look at my face in the mirror every day. Like, just more psychopathic, just completely, like, what's yeah. the worst thing the I can thing do? It's him. like, this doesn't even benefit me. I just want to know that you're suffering forever. Like, I don't even care if I die. Like, holy shit. Great villain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That he shoots up with a harpoon. It oh yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good Yeah. Good ending. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's fun, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then yeah, I guess that, I day. guess that's it. Like I thought, where does the movie need to go Oh, from and there? then he adopts the other boy. He adopts the other boy. Yeah, that was a great, like emotional a beat. Cherry on top. And, it like and then the movie literally ends outside. right there. A great fucking like the movie ends right there. Right after he, right after the kid walks through the door. Yeah, the story's wrapped it. up. It's perfect. It's clean. It's tidy. Oh yeah, he's got a new boy. Uh huh. Ran right on an emotional. Yeah, he replaced high. his
2: son. He's got a new one. He's yeah. all right. Mhm. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> He's alright. He replaced his son. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, he just got a new it's one. Weird. But... Yeah.
2: And his wife's just it's like. Funny. He's yeah, like this is the just yeah. the right so sure. age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's perfect. And that's face off. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stupid as shit. Great movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah.
1: Love it. Yeah.
0: I and love I it guess too. I guess since we went through it chronologically we've covered pretty much everything we've been talking about this one for a while yeah can't think of anything else to say about it other than just like yeah it's a super strong opening and first half there's so many strong elements very goofy very silly very cheesy very implausible Mm -hmm. I, I just wish that the moments near the end of the film didn't take themselves too seriously it's such a weird mishmash where it's like you have to constantly wonder like how in on the joke is John Woo at any given yeah. scene, right? It's so difficult to interpret in that way. Because I honestly have no idea at any No, moment.
1: I think John Woo's in on the joke. I think, his, I think the way he directs this movie is pretty perfect. I think the only one who isn't in on the joke is Travolta.
0: But you also... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think he's the only one who thinks it's in a good movie in the
0: context of like the <laughs> 90s Like I would say like probably the majority of people that would have watched this movie and it was a success Would have watched it mm-hmm. unironically because like even though this is mm-hmm. like s- there's a lot of stupid yeah. goofy nonsense going on That was just a lot of 90s movies also like there is a lot of like, exactly. the 90s were filled with like over-the-top Spectacle and crazy stupid ideas and just like bam explosion bing-pow Fireworks, bullets, b- boats,
1: yeah, speed, you know, it was like, like a big movie all this time.
0: nonsense, like it's possible that it can exist the same way unironically, right, because of the time period and what audiences wanted sure. out of the film,
2: yeah, that part is fascinating,
0: not to say that there weren't any moments in the film that you were supposed to laugh at something or find something comedic, but like just I guess the irony is what I'm trying to interpret or discern
2: mm-hmm. yeah reading the the reviews from when it came out are quite interesting oh, yeah. please do because they're, they're talking about this this kind of thing where they're saying that it's got like this one was from the new york times before we go numb from such prefab excitement here comes a mega movie that actually delivers what mega movies promise strong characters smart plotting breathless action and a gimmick that hasn't been seen before and while <laughs> I don't really think it has strong characters necessarily, but the plotting is pretty smart, actually, and the action sure. is breathless. And, and the gimmick is what holds it together. The hook is just so so silly, mm-hmm. and, and, and they just embrace it without flinching. Mm-hmm. And that does make it work. The fact that it actually comes together is, is quite something, and I do, I do hand that to John Woo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love the cast in this. I think they, I think they make it.
2: I love
0: the cast Sir Troy. <laughs> and I'm giving this one a, uh, I don't know. Fucking, it's so difficult because, like,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, many times I watched one.
0: this, I f- I felt like giving it a five. But talking about it, like, I love it so much, I want to give it a six. But it's like, but then how much of it is like, how much of it is I ir- like? So much of it's stupid. Fuck it, I'm giving it a six. I like six. I'm giving it a six out of ten. I, I like the movie a
1: lot. I think it's, it's trying to be much more of a comedy. I don't know. And it's very over the top. The action's fun. The two leads are great. I think it's a little more self-aware than I mean, who knows, but I think there's it's a director's commentary
0: on that Blu-ray. I'm going to have to listen to it, I guess.
1: But. We've talked about like yeah. Hong Kong cinema before, and I tried to bring that up because mm-hmm. you know, that's over the top and this is trying to go for that style too with John Woo. I think I think it is very intentional and it's trying to go more for a comedic tone. It's a very entertaining movie, though, regardless of what it is. It's very unique. Um I'd give it an 8 out of 10 or 4 out of 5. Mhm stars depends which side you
2: use yeah it's definitely a classic um i'm Uh I'm kind of with adam where i'm i'm find it a bit tough to figure out where the comedy line is and how much of it is my ironic enjoyment compared to the actual great filmmaking (laughs) at play um because because the whole thing is entertaining but it's a matter of breaking down each scene into, yeah, I liked this one because the premise was just silly, or here Nicolas Cage gave a, a genuinely good performance, or here Travolta gave kind of a silly one that I was laughing at, but it was still entertaining because of that. I'm going to settle on a 7 out of 10 or a three and a half and a half star. Yeah. I, I, I can watch this movie any time. I, I do feel that in that latter half there is just a little chunk, as you said, where it does drag a bit. I feel like if you could just take 10, 15 minutes out, it would be just like perfect for me as it is, yeah, seven out of ten. Take
1: his face off, off, off.
2: <laughs> on
1: eyes, ears, everything. Off. Head, shoulders, knees, toes. <laughs>
2: Whatever he said. <laughs> Maybe that's what the sequel should be: face on. Before you
0: go to the uh, Reddit questions, I I, I uh, had a weird idea that I thought of, and I put in my phone that I'd like to get your thoughts on, and it might be the, the stupidest thing. Ever, but I just <laughs> okay. like okay, so. Yeah, please. I injured my wrists. I've been trying a lot of different things, staying off of it, supplements, and one of these things that I tried was CBD oil. And because you know, on the same thing that I purchased the CBD, I was like, oh, I'll just get some THC stuff too. So I did. I did a weed for the first time in a long time. And I forgot that no. it just makes you think of all these stupid, like, theoretical concepts and just like, oh, what if blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so one of the things I thought of when I was <laughs> doing a, a whole weed was what if IMDb or any other website like it allowed you to rate scenes just the same way that you wow. can rate TV episodes? Because you can have the rating for the show, right? So in something like Invincible, you know, you rate the overall show. But then if you click on episodes, you see that each episode has an individual rating and Mm -hmm. i thought that there would be some really interesting implications to that
2: but first i want to hear what your thoughts on that idea are
1: no i like that idea yeah
2: that's actually a great idea if you're collecting if you wanted to gather data on the scenes people love from movies you could actually break it down really granular if you had Mm -hmm. that data if it was yeah if you had all that metadata on the films yeah your netflix actually has that stuff
1: i wonder well they have like viewer engagement right so they know which scenes people like the most right I
0: wonder because, yeah, the the implication for like filmmakers, if let's say as, you know, a corporation that makes movies like IMDb is owned by Amazon and Amazon has Amazon Prime. If let's say they wanted to use that data and be like, okay, what scenes really work? What do people want to see more of in this film? Why didn't this film work as successfully or something like that? That information could be there, and it would be really interesting. And also, like scenes are already broken up in that way, like chapter selection, Blu-rays, etc. Like the scenes already mm-hmm. exist in that way, and you know, you could organize a movie and have the scenes shown in the exact same way that you could list the TV episodes in a television show. So I think it would be interesting. Sure. I don't know. the The only real concern would be it would just like further the automation and robotic. Factory nature of filmmaking, if that's what it leads to, but who knows? I don't know. Like, if people like a thing and people want to see more of a thing,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. To me, I just think of that. The problem would be how you would display it, like some kind of user interface. Because when you break down a film, it's like hundreds of scenes sometimes. <laughs>
0: just the same way you yeah. do with the TV shows, alright. Mm.
2: Yeah. so what you go into an episode then you go into that episode and then it breaks it down even more granularly into each oh if you wanted to scene, do scenes from yeah. episodes
0: then i guess it would break it down even more but i was talking about scenes for movies so in the same way that yeah. like if you go to just any tv show thing on imdb right now like invincible you see the rating for the overall show and then just above the poster and underneath the title you see episode guide episodes, you click on yeah. that and then you see each episode has its own page and its own rating which i always like going through anyway when i When I'm watching a TV show, because I like to know which episodes people don't like as much, which episodes people like the best. And, you know, sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. It would be interesting if that same information existed for scenes. It's like, what was everyone's Mm. favorite scene of the movie? You know? Yeah. On average.
1: Yeah. And I could see a main page where they rank all the scenes like of all time. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, probably all the best movies. The Goodfellas yeah, that scene. could be cool. One of my clown. And you'd see like, that's like number three or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that working. That'd be sick. And then a bottom list of... Uh, Worst scenes. Worst scenes and best movies
0: and stuff like
2: that. Scenes from the room
1: be ranked like, you know, point 0.1. Uh, oh, hi, Danny. Like that scene. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That scene's a masterpiece. <laughs> I just like to watch you guys. Like uh, that scene will be on there. <laughs> just one star. Three is a crowd. All right, thanks for
0: humoring yeah, you, me. <laughs> you just need a big,
2: yeah, big user no, base. Oh, that's cool. Because if you're getting that granular, you need like, no. lots of people. I want more rating it. sites, yeah. I want yeah. like a video yeah.
1: game rating site. I want Letterboxd have, uh, TV shows. I mean, <laughs> IMDb does have video games listed. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I want one of just like short films, like a rating site for just short films. That would be unprofitable yeah exactly that's why they don't do it because you know feature films are profitable because there's a whole industry built around them which is why there's a rating site around them for short films there's not the same thing because those don't make yeah. as much money right they're not as pro- but those are still films like the, the the fact that you wouldn't call a film a film because of its length is like absurd like a film could be a minute long and it's still a movie <laughs> like it's the same as face-off <laughs> it's just like to boldly flee that's a film it's three and a half hours long or whatever the fuck in the last episode of
0: the podcast <laughs> We were mentioning the Oscar shorts, and you said, I don't give a shit about uh-huh. shorts, and nobody watches those. And now you're like, I would like a shorts-dedicated website. Like, what?
1: I'm an infamous hypocrite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, questions from
1: Reddit. And that's true, by the way. No one no one does give a shit about shorts because of what I just said.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. I don't know what the solution to that is.
1: Damn it. Give a shit about short films. That's yeah. the solution.
2: Maybe yeah. Access. Maybe if you just got them on Netflix or something, people watch them. Well, on. now
1: that we have Netflix, right, I think that's become more common. Because you just click on something on Netflix, like that David Lynch movie or um the Paul Thomas Anderson movie he made with uh, Radiohead. That one. hmm You know, that's a short film. But people just click on it on Netflix. They're like, I don't know how long it is. I don't care. I yeah. think that exposes more people, that kind of thing. Uh, but it's really rare. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you feel short films have that same like kind of that connotation, like they're not as important or not as um, profitable? Like, like I mean, said, as like a yeah,
0: i be hopefully streaming services kind of change that. I watched uh, yeah. Elma Devar's new short film with Tinda, Tilda T- Tinda mm-hmm. <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Tilda mm-hmm. Swinton, and it wasn't bad. But it was yeah, it was just on HBO Max, and the it was kind of cool that it was just accessible through there. Because yeah, yeah, like you don't. Know, you know, before streaming, it's like I don't know. What do you do? You you're not gonna put it in theaters like at Pixar, you'll put it before mm. another movie.
2: Yeah, that's the main reason I would never see them.
0: You maybe film yeah. festivals and you th- throw a bunch of shorts together to make a feature length thing at film festivals, but you can't sell that in a movie theater. And then you don't want to put it on YouTube for free, so streaming kind of takes care of that. You know,
1: of course, yeah. Big big movies want to raise the bar; they make their movies really long, like Avengers movies, two and a half hours. Pixar movies, two hours. <laughs> You know, but a short film, I think, is it's just a substantial. You know, I I, th- I hope it gets the same amount of credit. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's short films are like kind of proof of concept for feature length films in a way. Not even necessarily yeah. like for the same script and same idea. I don't like, just like. I
1: don't like short films like that. I like the short films that stand on their own and have nothing.
2: But you're you are right. They're mm-hmm. often expanded, aren't they? By mm-hmm. like Whiplash or... like Whiplash. Yeah.
0: You don't have to make something like. Whiplash with the intention of making a feature whiplash by saying proof of concept for that specific idea but what I'm saying is like Mm -hmm. proof of concept that like a director can do something con competent right so you know maybe there are like a couple Ideas and things sprinkled from one short film that make it into your feature like Sam Raimi did some stupid short film before he made evil dead It was just to prove to some producers like hey like we can make a scary thing right and there are tiny little moments and ideas that made it into the, the feature, but it wasn't necessarily like just the same thing, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just to prove that you can do something, really, as a director, I yeah. guess.
1: Yeah. I'd say the structure of a short film is much more different. It's much looser, You know, maybe because you have less time to tell it. It's much more... I feel like it could be more personal than maybe like a studio-manufactured feature film. <laughs> you know? There's not as many studio manufactured short films, not as much of a market, mm-hmm. kind of like the Pixar movies, maybe. I, I like those. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Reddit questions.
3: Okay.
2: Let's do some questions from the Reddit community, then. If you want to leave your own questions, head over to the Sidonica subreddit, where there's a suggestion thread where you can ask whatever you like. Johnny the Fancy Man's going to start us off. So this is a question for Adam. I was wondering something about your top ten best movies of the year lists. You have once said that you always watch movies twice. To be sure, they are worthy to become a part of your lists. But my question is, then, which movies have been discarded after the second watch? I love you guys. Keep up the good work. Greetings from Denmark.
0: I don't have ones off the top of my head. They're pro- like they're ones that just like didn't connect with me as much, and I I feel like I've definitely uh come across one of these in the past week just on my ratings on imdb but they're so like not popular <laughs> that I, I don't know if i could name them <laughs> i i'm expecting that will happen to the unknown girl by jean-pierre and Luc Darden. right that's th- right. there's an example but like who the fuck knows or cares about that movie right so i don't know um uh, notable ones I, I couldn't even tell you it's just sometimes I for movies that really connect with me they're probably not going to be discarded from my list but sometimes there's ones where there was a lot there were a lot of things that I liked about the movie and maybe it didn't fully connect with me and I thought well, you know what maybe it'll be different on a second watch and maybe it you know there's always you always have to weigh like how much you appreciate something versus how much you actually genuinely connect with and love something right and so a second mm-hmm. watch really helps to solidify that, I guess.
1: Mhm. Some movies suck on a rewatch. You realize yeah, exactly. it's like there's like nothing going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's important. Mhm. Definitely.
2: Yeah, cuz I rewatched um parts of uh, the Snyder cut and without like cuz the first time I saw it the whole the whole intrigue was the comparison, you know, with that original. Mhm. So watching it when you're just trying to t- pay attention to the story, there's a there's a lot less to it. Got to admit.
1: Yeah, watching it on a f- as a film on its own, I think it's a little better. Mm-hmm. I still have criticisms criticisms with that. Though, <laughs> yeah. why did you
2: rewatch the Snyder cut out of curiosity or parts of it? Review it. I'm just fascinated by it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. get a lot of humor out of it too.
1: Okay, it's not as bad as the other one. No, I'm more it's mostly
2: there, that last 20 minutes. So I'm I'm, I'm just blown away by in the Snyder cut with the joke Did you see and... Henry
1: Cavill released a video like telling fans to calm down? Oh, like yeah the Snyder cut so or funny. like Did you... and, and I'm like, why would I waste my time watching that shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> I saw the title.
0: I guess I get the idea. It was a short video <laughs> Did you see that Warner Brothers posted a trailer for the 4k release of the justice cut and it's like downvoted to shit and everybody's like, "Why oh, would really? you give me a four K Blu ray of the Snyder Cut?" It's so funny, but really? like, I mean, really? like, read the room. Come on, Winter Brothers, <laughs> like, yeah, because uh,
2: there was that new article, wasn't there, with the saying about like, why would Gal you even Gadot? release the speaking up about it?
0: Snyder Cut. Yeah, let's see, one hundred twenty seven thousand dislikes, Uh five thousand likes.
2: Actually, I am gonna look. Oh this my up. god, the comments. I didn't even mm-hmm. know they were doing this. It's actually shocking oh, it's to me. Oh, it's so it funny. That turned deaf. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> April 28th. So this was after the release of Snyder Cut. <laughs> and they decided to release that trailer. It's like...
3: What
2: are they
0: thinking? Yeah. Like, maybe release, like, a 4K Blu-ray combo pack with both versions. That could be cool. Why not capitalize yeah, on both? Have it as
2: a special feature. Yeah. <laughs> In the Snyder Cut. Like, that's hilarious.
1: Joss Whedon is such a fucking... De
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, reading about some of his behavior on set sounded pretty, pretty inappropriate to say the least. Fucking
0: shit. Jesus. All right, next question.
2: Okay. Let's do this one from Owl Brick. In an interview regarding Tenet, when asked about what genre he'd like to tackle next, Christopher Nolan said he'd be interested in making a horror film someday. Do you think this could work? Also, what gen- genre would you like to see handled by a director of your choice?
1: Yeah that would be cool i would Uh, be
2: really interested by that because he loves this whole like overwhelming with the presentation stuff i'd like to see that instead of being through sci-fi or action be going for horror trying to scare. yeah
0: i would be very interested in seeing it i wonder how much he would try to like closely emulate kubrick or how much of it would be his own thing i wonder if he would incorporate time still because you could argue that there are like kind of existential horror elements of like interstellar like there's some really fucked Mm. up conceptual horror uh in that movie that I kind of like even though the movie as a whole isn't amazing.
2: True. Mm-hmm. So
0: like that already exists in his, some of his films debatably. Really? Even though they're more like dramatic, I guess.
1: Tarantino, there's been some talks, you know, he's going to he was going to anyway going to make a Star Trek movie. I know. <laughs> <So I'm interested. laughs> Who knows <laughs> what's happening uh, with that. <laughs> although I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, I might be interested in that. Some kind of science fiction film from him might be cool. That might be why he's at least in talks with it, because he wants to do something science fiction related, which would be different for him. That's the only reason why I'd suggest it. I think it'd be cool. Um, Star Trek's a lot about like character relationships too. Like, yeah, there's science fiction stuff, but it's mostly just about people talking. I think about, you know, I think Tarantino could write that well. That would that would be my pick.
2: Yeah, because I guess he kind of dabbled in horror with uh, Death Proof, but that's more the grindhousey horror. It's not really. The- yeah. There's a lot more room.
1: I guess his horror would be cool, like a giallo kind of film.
2: I'm
0: confident that Quentin Tarantino could do like really cool horror stuff. It's just whether or not he mm-hmm. could restrain himself yeah. from doing goofy bullshit. Because like if we're going to if <laughs> like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was kind of that, like in scenes leading up to the climax, I guess I'll try to not spoil this. We'll see how I phrase this. Scenes leading up to the, to the climax of the film definitely have horror elements that work really well and it's really like Patient and methodical and like creepy, and kind of like almost like a Polanski horror kind of like way, mm-hmm. yeah. And I really liked that, but then he just couldn't fucking help himself. And then the whole movie is just a laughable joke at the end, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If he followed through and like kept the seriousness and tackled like really yeah. horror type things, I think he could actually do it really well. It's just how much can he restrain himself?
1: I would like to see that from him, because that's, yeah, like, I'd what Eli that. Roth does, like, with Green Inferno, is that it? It's just shit. It's Like, bad. the horror elements of that, but it's too yeah, it's over garbage. the top, it's too much gore. Yeah, if Tarantino did something like that, it would suck.
2: Well, this is why I'm so excited for um, Last Night in Soho from uh, oh, yeah. Hecker Wright, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's supposed to have a comedy slant, so for him it will be interesting to see a maybe a more serious interpretation that's not very like exciting western or whatever yeah oh,
3: mm-hmm. this
1: year apparently yeah that will be great cool damn supposed to be last year it was supposed to be last year but then, I know right you know everything shut down that would have been great we could have we could have gotten it last year I'm glad I got 10 in it, at least if we don't
0: get like some crazy good movies by the end of this year I'm I'm just gonna be so mad because that's the whole selling point is like all these things that couldn't get released in mm-hmm. 2020.
1: There's a lot of good stuff coming out, I think. There's a lot of things I'm excited for, for sure. Yeah, I've been happy with a lot of stuff that came out. Like, it's not great. I like Nobody a lot with Bob Odenkirk. Looking Mortal forward Kombat to that. Mortal Kombat was fine. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's. I mean, it's better than what I've been getting recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna look up a list of what's coming out in 2021.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch. There's like a new Wes Anderson, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, something... Fuck, I forgot the name of it, but you're right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it'll probably say here. Uh, Spiral is coming out in May. This fuck! Later this month. I'm so mad. Because,
0: <laughs> like, I just want them to wait, like, two more months, and then I'll be, like, vaccinated.
1: I'm not too excited for Cruella. I don't, Cruella. That's the Disney one with Emma Stone. Yeah. kind of looks bad. I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, I'm going to be to watch it.
0: My roommate really wants to see it.
1: Another Conjuring sequel. Uh, you know, who gives a fuck? luca luca i'd see that that looks good that's pixar's new movie Mm -hmm. uh f9 the fast furious 9 that kind of looks
2: dumb oh yeah it looks really dumb yeah
1: zola we saw zola actually adam because i met you in sundance we saw it yeah that was that was cool the movie was okay it was Uh, yeah i mean nothing to write home about but it was fine yeah uh, they made the white guy in it. The only white guy in it was like a dumbass. I'm like, great. (laughs) The director, you mean? No, uh, one of the actors in it was
0: really good,
1: though. Riley Keough.
0: I I like her a lot. She's good. She's awesome. I like her, too. She's She's been impressing me in a lot of movies recently. Uh
1: Speaking of people I like, Florence Pugh is in Black Widow. P-U. So that'll be Laura Florida's (laughs) P-U. Space Jam 2 in July. Space Jam 2. We're going to watch that, right? More like Space Jam (laughs) P-U.
2: Agreed, got him. Jungle Cruise with Dwayne Johnson. Yes, yeah. they're definitely they've been holding all those goodies for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a lot of good stuff though. I feel like I'd watch all yeah, those. Yeah, Suicide that. Squad. Like at least unironically, I'd watch. Uh, the, the, I mean, the Suicide I'm Squad. Sorry. I said the word wrong. The Suicide Squad, yeah. the good one,
0: the definitive Suicide Squad.
1: Shang Chi, <laughs> Venom, the Sopranos movie, Dune. Oh, there's a. Su- I forgot. James that bond that that's Halloween. Shit, I
0: guess I should fucking. Binge The Sopranos and finally watch it. The
1: Eternals is the new yeah, Eternals. That's, that's later this year.
2: That's the Marvel, right? Aren't they releasing yeah. like three Marvel movies? That's uh,
1: Chloe Zhao's, I believe. That, that's right, that yeah. Ghostbusters movie, remember that shit? That's coming out. Oh, dude, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Paul Rudd one. Top Gun Maverick. That's much later this year.
2: So this is all coming out this year? It's pretty, yeah. yeah. It is pretty packed, then.
1: A lot of competition, I guess. Yeah. Apparently Matrix Four we're getting this year. That might get pushed oh, back. Dear. Oh yeah. There are
2: gonna be some big losers. Direct then.
1: to H Bo Max. Kingsman. Yeah, that's about it, but you know. And then we got Wes Anderson's new movie, you know.
0: Any year with a new Edgar Wright and a new Wes Anderson's probably a good year.
1: Yeah. We'll yeah. Leave it at that.
0: There's a lot of fun stuff. Probably more yeah. shit coming out too.
2: I'm excited. Yeah. What was the question? It was about directors who want to see do horror movies that oh. haven't done it.
0: Yeah, Christopher Nolan could do it. I think Quentin Tarantino could do it well. He would just need to contain himself. I guess that's my answer.
1: I think any good director could do it. They might have to make it a horror yeah. comedy, you know. Edgar Wright's made a horror comedy. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's his best film. <laughs> you know, that's like an incredible movie. Charlie Dead. Yeah. You know, Tarantino should try that or anybody. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a horror film, like you know, really like Hereditary, fucking disturbing. <laughs> it just depends what you're into, <laughs> what kind of movie you want to mm-hmm. make. Even those are kind of comedies, right? Like Hereditary, definitely Midsummer is a bit of a comedy, a bit funny.
0: Um, not as much as like Shaun of the Dead or anything, but
2: yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really think of the humor as much. <laughs> Very
1: mild, definitely. Yeah. The sacrifice scenes aren't funny. <laughs>
0: Ari, Ari Aster makes horror movies with like a couple comedy elements, whereas Edgar Wright makes comedy movies with a couple horror elements.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's There's more. one mm-hmm.
0: genre that supersedes the other.
1: Mm-hmm. You kind of need a little of both. You can't just make like a... Well, you can make a straight-up horror movie, but I don't find those as interesting. Just like a tad of comedy, I think, is a little... I don't know. Depends on what you're going for. It's like a little bit of salt, you know. <laughs> you yeah, add a little bit of salt to the meal. Really depends <laughs> what you're it going up for. Or... Yeah, I guess it depends. Yeah,
0: I like my horror movies bleak.
2: <laughs> yeah, hopeless. yeah, it just depends. Oh, my heart ripped out. Like in hereditary. Yeah,
0: I want to see like ten yeah. dead children. The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Liam Bilski has one for us. Are there any actors/slash actresses that scare you in a strange way? For example, Tim Burton hesitated casting Christopher Walken in his second Batman movie because he was very afraid of him. <laughs> 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 we mentioned him a couple times this episode, but I, I get that from Jared Leto a little bit. I'm a bit frightened mm-hmm. of him. He seems a little bit unhinged. I don't know if that's just the Joker coming out, no. but I get it in Blade Runner. I get it. In... I don't
0: feel that way. He seems too cringe. Mm-hmm. He's uncringed. Sorry, he, he is cringe.
1: Sure.
2: <laughs> he's, he's not uncringed. Oh, okay. he's cringed. I always say
1: yeah. her name wrong. Uh sure. There's
2: something scary about that
1: Sure, sure. Saoirse. Saoirse. She's in that movie Hannah. That was the first time I saw her. I thought she looked fucking freaky looking at that. Hmm. It scared the shit out of me, I thought. And, you know, I saw her like, Brooklyn. I'm like, wow, she's actually she's a very beautiful woman. Like, this is great. And then, like... But in Hannah, she's fucking freaky looking. Her hair, she has, like, these really bleached eyebrows, like, the pale skin. Mm-hmm. And I guess just her character in that, too. She's like a like a genetic mutant who, like, beats up people. Like, she's genetically enhanced. It's, like, freaky. Yeah.
3: That's probably...
1: I guess that's, a, that's what makes it a good movie, is because I was actually, like, I believe that character, and I was, like, scared of her. That's what made it a good movie
0: if you were to get me to pick a scary actor my like i don't know if i'm thinking of like scared i would pick like an actor that would just like if i could imagine them getting upset at me for no reason like if i were interacting with them and i did something and it was just like oh no yeah. i okay. i brought you like the wrong size of m&m's candy or something and they just like <laughs> fucking mm. Have a grudge at me for the rest of their life, but I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Is it Jennifer Lawrence? If it's Jennifer Lawrence, then her.
3: Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's the one. Maybe she's the type. Yeah, that I was just that.
1: thinking like a role in a movie. I was Were thinking like actors. thinking real life, like someone like an actor in yeah. life who creeped me out. Oh yeah, well there's like a, a million of them who are like <laughs> <laughs> like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I don't know if he could be in, like ten miles. Oh away. yeah, but...
0: yeah. <laughs> when you're that crazy, I'm almost like intrigued though. I'm like less scared and more like, what is going on? No, not
1: you know? I'm not intrigued by Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I'm pretty scared of him. You'd be intrigued by me, probably. No, if someone thanks. has so much money and power,
0: <laughs> then I could be, and and I know they're psychotic. Then it's like, how easy would it be for them to just hire a hitman and get away with it? Like, because the more money you yeah. hi- have, like, the more plausible that is, right?
1: Go on the dark web, <laughs> get you a hitman. You just house so. Isn't that easy? You just go get like a hitman for the free more free money books.
0: and power you have, the easier it is. Yeah, like it would be weird. Just send a hitman to that you not know, your house.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm gonna own all of Sardonic house. Send two hitmen.
0: <laughs> Kevin Spacey might kill people. <laughs> you never know.
1: He's probably killed a few people.
0: Yeah, wasn't there somebody oh who God. was gonna like sue him and then they died or something? Maybe I'm just making shit up.
1: Whoa, that's crazy. There's a lot of stories like that, though. It's just people happen to die. There oh, was like yeah. a guy who invented—he literally, like, he invented the water car, like a car that ran on H two O. Yeah, like, and then the, a day later, he was poisoned. Like, in a—he was like, he was going to show it to people at BP Oil, and then he got poisoned. Yeah. Like, at a time, really? it's like, I, I don't know how true that. That's like ridiculous. I think that's uh, stupid. But just hearing stories like that, that makes me laugh my ass off. Like, yeah, this—the world is like controlled by oil companies or (laughs) and that's it
0: yeah yeah this this has been reported on in late 2019 there was a this is actually real an accuser that what you're saying someone was suing yeah kevin spacey they were accusing him of like groping and lost you know in the lawsuit and the lawsuit was dismissed because he died just a freak accident or something let's see how did he die yeah
2: oh weird We've seen his occasional YouTube upload.
1: Oh, they're great! That's sick. <laughs> that's, that's so disgusting. funny. Yeah. Well, they're great in like a sick
2: way. He's like in it, character. It's so he's weird. He's in
1: character, like making. It's almost like a like a binging with Babish type. He's cooking food. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's a funny. <laughs> he's comparison. like in he his kitchen it is weird but that's what he's trying to be like like hi everyone how you doing i'm just cooking some food you know doing my thing and i'm gonna tell you even though he's like a fucking uh, a predator a pedophile like the worst fucking scumbag of a human being you can imagine american beauty is still a good movie and so is nine lives nine lives is a is a masterpiece you know
0: (laughs) i don't know if it's giving me details on the death but uh, i don't know i'll look this up later it's a little difficult to find
1: he should be in jail. Like what the... he should be making YouTube videos from his jail cell. Now yeah.
0: that would be method acting.
1: That I would actually watch. I think that would be <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking awesome. <laughs> Kevin Spacey in jail, like his YouTube cooking, channel. Cooking I don't know, some really shitty prison food. <laughs> like chili.
0: <laughs> chili. I got a question yeah. for both of you. I was having this argument yesterday. Is is it still chili if it doesn't have beans in it?
2: It's a core ingredient. I feel like. Yeah, me too. To I chili. feel
1: like... Uh, well, if it's just like chopped meat. Then it's just meat sauce. chili. Well, because I've had chili with just like chopped meat in it. And I think that. And it's not chili. I don't know. It's not chili? Man. I guess it's just chopped meat then.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just meat sauce. It actually
2: man. means chili with meat. Is, mm-hmm. is what it like. That's what it means. It's described as on Wikipedia, meaning chili with meat.
0: I mean, but then you have to add the qualifier, though, right? Chili
2: peppers, meat, tomatoes, and kidney beans. Yeah, to me, I feel like it would be incomplete without the beans. It'd be like, oh shit, forgot the beans. It's like the main thing that makes this meal what it is, you know. Just in my personal view, but you know.
0: In conclusion, it's not chili if it doesn't have beans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We need Gordon Ramsay to weigh in.
2: Everybody, tweet Gordon Ramsay. We need to know. Let's do this one from Little Stuckman, who says, I'm not sure if this question has been asked, but if you were ever given the opportunity and resources to re- remake a film of your choice, for example, a film that you feel could be improved in some way or a new take on the same idea could be done, what would it be?
0: I, I, mm. If I had the resources and experience and talent to be able to communicate the vision in my head for a Death Note movie I think I could do a better job than Adam Wingard you know even if I yeah. didn't have the money and resources yeah. and talent I think I could do a better job than Adam Wingard So,
2: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my answer is in a similar kind of vein going off a show I was talking to Ralph about this before um, we were recording but I just watched uh, Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time so thinking about M. Night's uh, movie version and how much of a travesty that is compared to the source material <laughs> It would be tough. It would be really tough to translate that story, but if you, if you if you went in with like a a, a big chunky runtime and did a trilogy the proper mm-hmm. way, I feel like you, you could do more at least I, than I bet you what could was do attempted. Better. Anyone could yeah. do better than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of
1: material to adapt. Yeah. I see one day like movies, movies will be seen as almost like classic novels where they're just adapting like Macbeth a hundred times, like classic Shakespeare plays, you know, yeah. there's like a hundred Macbeth movies. So I think they will be remaking classic Hollywood movies eventually, whether we like it or not. Like Godfather, you know, I think they will be like making that again. Man. I would kind of like, like to remake The Godfather, not in an insulting way, just because... There will be a million Godfather movies. I feel in the future because it's such oh. a great movie. That is like the best movie, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it, I feel like two hundred years from now, when it's royalty free, why wouldn't you remake a Godfather movie? It's the great. It's the best story ever told. You could just, you True. know, get I a bunch I of great actors to that. recreate yeah. it, like a Shakespeare in the Park type thing, where they just go out for free. You know, like these incredible actors go out for free and and perform Shakespeare because it's so good. You know, they'll do the same thing for classic movies, a Cuckoo's Nest, mm-hmm. you know, anything, anything like that.
0: Gus Van Sant remade Psycho because he was like, somebody else is just going to do yeah. it. And then we got...
1: That's what I'd like to We remake. got Vince Vaughn. There's a novelty in remaking <laughs> bad movies, too, because you can improve them.
2: Yeah. but Yeah, it's way harder to remake a good movie.
1: People love the same stories over and over again. <laughs> they do love that, as evidenced by the Lion King remake's you know, yep. making tons oh, yeah. of money.
2: Disney's <laughs> home Yeah.
1: It's the same story, but people love the same story again.
0: I think it would be a very interesting kind of challenge for a talented film. If you got like a really, really talented writer-director and mm-hmm. you tasked them with remaking, I don't know, The Room or Birdemic, but, like, <laughs> but they reworked yeah. the story so that it was actually like, Competent, and like a freedom. good movie. Don't you movie? feel
1: it's a waste of time? <laughs> no,
0: it would be very to, interesting. Like, the room. <laughs> no, because like, like it's better if you to pulled something it off, good, like The Godfather. No, I, I'm just saying it would be some- like a really interesting <laughs> film experiment, right? Where it's like can. Sure. Ken- they sell- no, I'm not saying they have to have the exact same script I'm saying you could take the base concept And rework yeah. it in-, in a way that it would like actually make sense And perhaps there will be some elements that stay in And perhaps the most of the film will be removed And it's just characters names Who knows like mm-hmm. what-, what is the percentage of what you would have to change About the film to make it work Is the real question right Because like you could yeah. you yeah. could take Birdemic and improve it dramatically By just having better looking birds Right, mm-hmm. you know, you could take the same base it's story. I mean, it's just the pitch cocks the birds, right? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> there's things about it that could. I'd work, say the and... room is like pretty bad and almost bland in a lot of ways, except for the X Factor, which is Tommy so. Mm. Which, or like in all of these bad movies, there's Neil Breen or there's someone like that who gives it the personality that makes it interesting. I feel if you take that away, it's not as good. Like the room without Tommy Wiseau is what even is it? This is kind of. It's like a lifetime movie, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, the room without Tommy yeah, Rizzo is just the disaster artist, Dave <laughs> yeah. Franco.
1: And that was fine, although he's like, yeah, he's being a creep. I heard. As you
0: do in Hollywood.
1: <sighs> Come on, <laughs> guys!
2: <laughs> Give
1: it a risk Come on, people! <laughs> disaster artist. I guess it's okay. Is Dave? I guess Dave Franco's okay.
2: Yeah, he's alright.
1: Come on, Dave. Don't let us down. is not it James?
2: They're both in it, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are. Which
2: one's James and Dave. Oh yeah. Dave is
1: like Greg Sestro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I thought he was okay. He's just you know, he's I just saw Yeah, what a forgettable movie kind of... <laughs> I don't
0: even remember. That's funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the room is much more memorable. And that movie starts, remember, with a bunch of celebrities telling you how great the room is. Like Oh yeah. JJ oh, yeah. J. The... J. Abrams like, yeah, or Lizzie Kaplan, I saw this movie, it blew me away. Who cares? It's not it's not about you, it's about the room. I find it an interesting
0: testament of just how much of a cultural phenomenon the room is, that you can make an entire movie that only works if you've seen the room, really. Because the whole movie is literally mm-hmm. just references, yeah. like, Oh, he said, Oh hi Mark, haha. <laughs> Right, that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Is that he did the thing? <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Clearly, because it was successful, then the, I mean that just that's a testament to the room.
1: I wish I could put myself in the shoes of someone who hasn't seen the room and just watch that movie, like as a biopic. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future, I've you know the room is so iconic, you can't not avoid it. I thought the movie was fine,
2: but a documentary on Tommy would be more interesting than that.
0: There is a documentary on Tommy Wiseau called "Room Full of Spoons, and a screener link was sent to me in 2016, (laughs) and I will forever regret not clicking on it, because I'm not able to watch it anymore, because there was a gigantic lawsuit that eventually the filmmakers won against Tommy Wiseau. So Tommy Wiseau tried to Mm -hmm. prevent them from actually um, screening the film. And so this movie from 2016 might be coming out, I don't know, in the next year or so, It would be nice if it came out before my fucking 2016
2: list is done, because that would be cool. (laughs) Oh, so why did he want to suppress it so bad?
0: Apparently it answers some questions about, like, I don't know, how he got his money or
2: something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because that's, like, the big question, I guess.
0: It's, like, it it apparently goes into his personal life a bit or something, but I don't
2: know. I have no
0: idea. I haven't seen it.
1: Stuff he doesn't want people to know about, though.
0: And also he's just kind of an asshole. He tried to uh, prevent... Nostalgia critics review a long time ago, right? Like that's that was right, a big thing. Yeah. Like Tommy Wiseau is just a very not self-aware person. So big surprise.
2: Yeah, I saw him in person in London because
0: he
1: only has one movie. He's not like a. It's not like a film company where they have like thousands of movies. That they don't give a shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like that's his only movie. So people make reviews of it. He takes it very personally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. this is so stupid. I can't, like, imagine the CEO of Warner Brothers, like, suing someone, or... Well, I guess they do do that as well. But it's so absurd that, like, a giant company would sue someone. Like, for making a review. It's a review of a movie. Yeah. What, what's the...
2: They don't understand the internet, though.
1: Right. What's the moral gray area? Like, it's... it's There's a, clearly a difference between someone uploading a movie and someone reviewing a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: If you can't see that, you're just, like, I don't know, he must be sick. He needs to gather more, movie, more money for his next project, his next yeah, TV show that exactly. he's up to.
1: His next fucking piece of garbage that doesn't matter. Like, he hasn't done anything since The Room. Oh, he's he done no things talent. that are it's, just not funny. It, it, fucking terrible things, like that sh- terrible the show neighbors. where he's doing, like, Let's Plays of video games. The Neighbors, uh, yeah. Or that Let's Play series he had. He can't even play video games because he's a fucking dumbass. Yep, yeah, he's definitely no Neil Breen.
0: I love that. No. I love Neil yeah. Breen with the bottom of my heart. Neil
1: Breen just makes movies. He does his thing, does real estate or whatever, whatever the fuck he does <laughs> on the side, and then he does, <laughs> and then he makes
0: great movies, the best movies. Like, he's not trying to like you can't fix know. Neil Breen's movies. There's nothing to
1: fix. Tommy was so like he would have gone to the Oscars if they had invited him, mm-hmm. but they didn't because they knew he would have made a fucking circus like he did at the Golden Globes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Then he got up on the stage and everything. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Golden yeah, Globes, there's all that shit out and out. Like, all these actors came out against the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, it's so, funny. You know, and streaming they're services. are stupid. The Hollywood Foreign Press are stupid, and they they pick yeah. stupid movies. They, like, and, sign you know, some, biased. like, open letter or something. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, big actors, like Scarlett Johansson. It's like, yeah, good. Not that she's the best person, mm-hmm. but, like, they, they are. They they pick they pick shitty fucking movies, and it's clearly biased. Oh, yeah. I'd so that's <laughs> even worse than the Oscars. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even the Oscars. It's worse than the Oscars. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: Imagine having something that's worse than the Oscars. Imagine being worse than the Oscars. So unanimously too. Yeah,
2: that's a feat. Let's end on this one then from Goosey Mooka Goose Face Two. Were there any movies, slash TV shows, slash games that were banned by your parents? And in your later life, do you agree with their decision? I wasn't allowed Grand Theft Auto until I was 18, and nowadays I get why. Hmm. The one that stands out in my mind was, I think I was playing the original Bioshock like on my TV after I got home from school. And my mum <laughs> like, came into the living room and saw me like smacking a splicer with the, the like wrench from the beginning. She was like, oh, I don't want you playing that. And then took it away. No, uh, mm. that, that's my okay. main one. Yeah, I guess I was a bit too young. I was always very honest with my mom about the
1: video games. I would just like describe it to her. So I'm like, GTA, your open world. I describe what an open world is. i want to take forever
2: <laughs> yeah that's, but yeah, it, like could you could do
1: whatever it, you want it. you could run over people with cars and she's like "Nah, n- n- maybe not yet but this is like san andreas era where it looked like shit yeah. so yeah. i'd say even if i were to play it i don't know i don't think that would have made me into a shooter or anything that's fucking absurd <laughs> it's ridiculous i think people say that about video games but but like gta 4 i thought was great i played that when was like 15 i think like that's like a teenager could play those things yeah cool. it doesn't it's a video game like who fucking cares it's not real life like yeah, just do it's whatever just you the want. Parents, <laughs> they don't understand it so they are scared of yeah it. if the game is like has some horrible material in it that's that's on the game makers that's not on the mm-hmm. you know the guy buying the game what because it's rated m like that that matters at all GameStop people, were used to be a pain in the ass too. I was oh. trying to buy Arkham Knight, and the guy was really trying to like skew my mom away from buying the game. Oh, like, what? Yeah, like Scarecrow really? g- gives out this LSD like substance that that makes Batman. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like give me a fucking break. Like Batman's not like an like LSD. Sew games. Yeah, it's like please. Like he's not trying to. He, he's an it's anti-hero. Like, it's a fictional. Yeah, it's it's a comic book. It's not. It's like give me a fucking break with this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no stupid.
1: gas LSD. Yeah, but we, we bought the game anyway because my mom's that fucking moron.
2: Yeah, this nice. Batman games too inappropriate. Yeah.
1: Got to get a cool mom. For, I was thinking about Mother's Day. That's why. Very in theme.
2: Well, I was actually never allowed to play GTA either. Um, mm-hmm. Just because of the name, I think, because it was being in the news and shit. But it never bothered me because I never really cared about GTA until GTA Five came out.
0: Mm-hmm. There was a VHS tape in the TV room in the basement, and my parents took me aside and pointed it out and said, "Never watch this." <laughs> and it just sat there, <laughs> and I don't remember when I watched it, but it was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, it was just like the the uh. lips on the cover, and then it's like I don't know. Eventually, when I watched it, it was like it's not that bad. Yeah. Like out of all, they showed me the Terminator when I was like seven. Like, why would you? Rocky yeah, that's Horror the Picture thing. Show yeah. is, like, so With weird. With
1: movies, they were not the same way. Like, I was allowed to watch basically whatever I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not that I'd yeah,
2: ever I did like, steer like that far terminated. outside of my bounds. I, yeah. I never
1: did. But, yeah, I watched Robocop and, you know, those kinds of things. and like violent shit. But it was funny. You know, maybe we're just being like cynical old men like back in the day people were like m- moms were like I would never let my kid watch Robocop's too violent But you know 40 years before that was violent books or you know uh, Controversial books <laughs> comic books or a married couple being
0: shown in the same room on television <laughs> like- <laughs> Yeah, like that yeah. or yeah, anything or interracial kissing on Star Trek Yeah, any yeah.
1: kind of yeah taboo subject matter.
0: Yeah and then you realize that people are just fucking stupid.
1: I mean, even violent video games have become more taboo. I know Fortnite yeah. isn't quite like it's not violent, but yeah. you're shooting people. It's <laughs> the point of it. It's like a battle royale. My restriction from
0: know. video games when I was younger wasn't even based off of any particular like rating. I just wasn't allowed video games for a long time. So I missed out on the mm-hmm. Nintendo generation. Uh, I played a bit of Nintendo at, like, a, N64 at, like, a friend's house. And I had a Game Boy. That was, like, the only video game thing that I had for a while. But I loved cool. that Game Boy.
2: Yeah, that uh, was the exact cool. same. Yeah, Game Boy yeah, Color. It was the exact same. I had to have a Game Boy because I yeah. wasn't allowed a console. I
1: had a PSP for a while. Those things weren't too great. Yeah. Game Boy was cool. And did you have a Game Boy, like, in your car? Because like you could have a TV screen in your car. And you could attach Game Boy games in it. (laughs) So that was the best. to play it in the car. No,
0: it was all just like a portable handheld thing. So I guess like, yeah, yeah, I brought it in a car. I remember having these weird, like, I still actually have them. I have, like, this is just so nostalgic for me that I just keep these things forever. But I have the, like, attachments where you, like, stick a a battery-powered light on top of it because it doesn't have backlighting and a screen. So you can actually see what's going on if you're playing in the dark. And, like... These, yeah, rumble packs and,
1: like, all that cool shit.
0: The, the wireless trader things. Yeah. yeah,
1: I missed out on, like, the DS generation and all that.
0: Uh, it's so much... It's it's much earlier.
1: GameCube was the only console I had until I was a yeah. teenager. When I was 13, I, I got, like, a PS3. That's it. The first
0: actual <laughs> console I had was uh, original Xbox, and me and my brother yeah. saved up some money, and we bought it. We had, you know, it was our purchase, and... uh we got Halo, and that was my first, like, real big nice. console experience, and it was the fucking best. Loved it. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't get
1: an Xbox, I got PlayStation, so I missed out on Halo
0: completely.
2: Mm, yeah, I got a PS2 first. I'm
1: mm. sure it's good. Like, I could download it now. It's on I'm PC I'm sure I'd now. enjoy it. Yeah, it is on PC. Like, I saw it was on, on sale. I should probably get it's it. It's on Steam. Not that I'd have that attachment to it that you yeah. guys did, but I'm sure it's really do the good. Old graphics, yeah.
0: if you do the MCC. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was thinking that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I like that they give it's you the an option. I, think, I thought up, that was, Mark. I thought that was a good choice. No, no, I'm sure. Well, it's still 4K, you know. They're just, you know, the textures and whatever. Yeah. yeah. that's that's sick though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other
0: weird parental restriction things would be like, I rented a lot of movies from like the movie video store or whatever and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was going through my like whole horror movie phase when i was 13 and there was a a deal for seven days seven movies seven dollars as long as it was vhs old titles so i just rent all like the nightmare on elm streets all the friday the 13th like fucking mm-hmm. all these like dumb slasher horror movies and i just watched mm-hmm. <laughs> like seven of them like basically <laughs> just a horror movie every day And i remember my mom was like you're gonna you're gonna turn into a murderer. <laughs> so like, it's <the> <laughs> yeah. like weird concerns. It was really funny. Uh-huh. It didn't turn me into a murderer. It just made me desensitized to horror movies. Fuck, I wish I could get
1: scared. I like the I like the Jaws <laughs> movies, so my mom had an issue with that. But I'm like, it's not like a killer. It's just a shark. Like it's nature. Yeah, a <laughs> shark, they they are really violent. Yeah, like bloody as fuck. But you know,
0: I don't I don't see the issue but with it those. Creates a harmful depiction and an irrational fear of sharks, though. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I guess it just depends <laughs> on what the your parents are exposed to, too, because if they think Jaws is bad, then I don't know. They're not really exposed to cinema. They haven't seen Irreversible, like Gaspar oh, yeah. Away's cinema. By the way, like, that yeah, Blu-ray I not finally show showed show someone that.
0: That's, it did uh, finally. Oh, oh yeah. cool. The, I'm going to uh, probably order it. The other cut. It's like a limited that's run, a really so if you're solid thinking movie. about ordering it, do it uh-huh. now. It's like only 10,000 copies Climax, that's probably like his
1: that. best. That's his best stuff. Climax and Irreversible, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah
3: mm-hmm
0: all right I guess that's it for questions my voice Ooh. is dying I and oh yeah we uh, <laughs> we are doing our first ever group recommendation we all <laughs> talked about it and we d- it decided it was very very important to do this because mm-hmm. it is the crucial what is it 20th and which anniversary is it 20th anniversary
1: yeah 20th yeah
0: of shrunk Shrek <laughs> Starring <laughs> Mike Myers yes. and Eddie Murphy, and we're gonna at least watch the first one. There's a 4K Blu-ray coming out tomorrow, so oh, cool! I didn't know that. It's already out uh, if you're listening to this, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, they didn't release the other ones on 4K. But
2: uh, boo!
0: I'm gonna say that I'll I'll try to watch all of them.
1: I you're not
2: I'm obligated gonna watch all to. Of them
0: but i'm going to i'm going to try my goddamn best to watch all of them.
1: I'll watch all of them. I'll watch the first 3. Oh yeah, I'm
0: going to i'm going to see if i can keep going. I'm going to see what i can do here. It'll be well, like a marathon. I,
1: I don't know if i've seen all. I've seen all the Shrek movies. I have not seen Puss in Boots. Maybe I'll try watching that yeah. one. Yeah.
0: There's like a fourth Shrek Is and there a just Puss one? in Boots.
1: There that's it though, right? There's nothing else. There's Shrek 4D. I've seen that. There's that's a universal special last. if you want to count holiday that. special.
2: I, I think deep, i've seen that. that. Oh yeah, I'll
0: I'll <laughs> I'm watching everything that's in the Blu-ray pack that I bought.
1: <laughs> Anything in the Shrekverse? Okay. Yeah.
0: There's yeah. also like a live-action musical that they stuck in there for some reason, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll if, check that if out.
0: not all of us finish all of them, that's fine. But uh, I'm gonna try my goddamn best.
2: The quadrilogy.
0: Yeah, and some spin-offs, I guess. <laughs> Fucking Christmas Shrek movie or something? I don't know. Shrek the Halls is what it was called. Shrek the Hall's Asset, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
2: Shrek for okay. forever after. Yeah, that's yeah, right. solid yeah. stuff.
0: Shrek forever after. Cannot I... wait.
2: Yeah, I'm hyped for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saw Shrek one at the cinema.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I saw any of them in the theater, but I saw them when they came out on like video or whatever. All right. I saw them at home with the fam jam. Darman fam jam. All right, so if you don't want to be spoiled for Shrek's, <laughs> all of them. Watch them before the next episode. These episodes come out every two weeks. And you can listen to things early if you go to sardonicast.com. Sign up for premium, $2 a month. You'll get the episodes early. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast. Also, we got merch. Maybe get some merch about it. And uh, have a happy taking your face off.
1: <laughs> I'm going to take your face off. Oh, wow.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.
3: Thanks, everyone.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Face on.